Hello and welcome to HDFC Radio. Well, Hitchin were left battered and bruised after a hard-hitting local derby against Bedford Town last Saturday, but the Canaries will look to find their attacking formula once again as they travel to St Ives Town this afternoon. Well, the one-all draw between these two sides in September wasn't a memorable one, but Kieran Jones was in the stands watching it as a Brackley Town player that day. Uh, Kieran will join me in the commentary box today uh, as a Hitchin defender, of course. He's injured, uh, but Hitchin's big loss is HTFC Radio's gain. Uh, firstly, listeners, anyway, we hope you can hear us okay. We've had every technological problem you could ask for thrown our way this afternoon. Marek is ill, um, so he's left me to it, which just makes things even harder as that's his expertise. But hopefully you can hear me. If you can, just drop me a tweet, send me a message, do anything, uh, and let us know that you're listening in. Kieran, how are you doing? Uh, you've been in there getting some treatment. Tell me about your injury. First and foremost. Yeah, um, it happened Monday night. Um, tried whipping one top bins with my right foot. Probably the wrong decision. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, just just strained my leg a little bit. Uh, should be all right for next week, hopefully. Um, but it was just a bit too early for today. How do you see today going as well? You'll be gutted not to be out there, but as you say, you can't rush it, you can't <coughs> rush it back. No, no, exactly. Um, it should be a good game. Like, apparently, uh, these have played, well, they played Leeston and Tamworth. Um, yeah, in the last week. And done really well against them. Um, but then, uh, apparently, they batted Leeston, so... Uh, yeah, from the game. reports, it sounds like they were all over them. Yeah. Uh, anyway, in, in that Leicester game, uh, we've got the teams for you. Uh, just waiting. Yeah, Marek has told me we're we're working. So eventually, uh, a bit of a last minute winner. To be fair, on the technology side, we were just able to sneak in a couple minutes late. Uh, we do apologise, but there are plenty of you uh, listening in. Uh, and Marek says we are all fine, so we're all good to go. I'll run you through the teams first of all. Well, Hitchin named an unchanged side in their last three league games, but due to injuries, Mark Burke is forced to, into some changes. Uh, today. Josh Coldicott Stevens and Jack Morell uh, come in for Steve Gleason and Kieran Jones. Um, Jonesy, Jack Morell quite a similar player to you, isn't he? That left-footed defending option. Um, a straight swap, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Jack's a great player. Obviously, um, he got injured um, before I came. Um, but I've seen the clips of him before, like Barwell, that goal that he scored. I probably wouldn't be able to do that. But <laughs> well, that, that would have injured you again. Yeah, yeah the exactly. Sound of it. Exactly. Um, but no, he's a good player. Like you can see in training, like he's got a bit about him. Mm. Um, and I trust that he'll just come in and just slot straight into the team, really. Yeah, Josh Coldicott-Stevens coming in for Stephen Gleeson. So many uh, defensive options, of course, the uh, defensive midfield options, uh, even the bench stack with quality as well. Steve Corley coming back into the team today. Uh, he makes the substitutes bench. So Charlie Horlock starts in goal. Lane Eady, left wing back. Uh, it's then Jack Morell, Toby Syme and Lewis Barker. Uh, Bradley Bell, right wing back in the midfield. Uh, Josh Coldicott-Stevens is joined by Diogo Uvea uh, and Jack Sneelis and Ashley Hay will be part up front uh, by Daniel Idiakoa. The subs are Finley Wilkinson, uh, Rio de Silva, Stan Giorgio, Josh Allen, and Steve Cawley. Uh, for St. Ives, then in goal is James Dadge, makes his seventh consecutive appearance on loan from uh, Northampton Towns Academy. Paddy Casey, former Rushton man, uh, is number two. Number three, Johnny Hurd. Uh, four, Michael Richens. Uh, five is Callum Mill. I'm just going through uh, the team we've been given. We've only had the surnames on Twitter, so we're flicking between. Uh, my notes to make sure we got you the right names. Ben Tosland, uh, number six. Enoch Ando, number seven. Miles Cowling, number eight. Uh, Edwards, Jonathan Edwards, 21 goals in all competitions for him this season, number nine. Uh, Ten is Hickinson, Kellen Hickinson, uh, and 11. Uh, Tyrone Baker, the subs are Johnson, Johnston, Hotor, uh, Casaboni, and Higgs. 21 goals, uh, Kieran, for Edwards. Bet you're glad you're not out there against him, potentially. Uh, well, you know, there's, there's some good strikers in this league. Um, 
Well, we had Sweeney a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Um, we managed to keep him quiet all game, so hopefully they can keep him quiet today. Yeah, there's a few a few non-league Harlands or budding non-league Harlands knocking about anyway. A few have been uh, finding the back of the net uh, on occasion. Um, the Bedford Town game then uh, finished in a nil-nil draw. How different would it have been if that early free kick from Diogo found the back of the net instead of the post? Oh yeah, I remember I was telling Ash like before, go on the left-hand side like for the rebound, mm. and it just went past him. But you know. It, Diago has that special like talent with the knuckleball, uh, like we see it sometimes in training. You yeah. think, bloody hell, like, what a strike that is! So, yeah, he's a big Ronaldo fan, isn't he? <laughs> so he tries to bring them out. Um, but his Rashford has also sort of made, yeah, yeah. made that uh, technique his own as well. Well, my mum's texted in and said we are all fine, so I'm going to take her word for it in Marrax as well. We're sorry we're a few minutes late. It was a, a stressful old afternoon so far, but we we're looking forward to uh, a good game of football. Uh, anyway, um, Hitchin maybe in that second half then, I mean, there was probably a point where both sides felt they were okay for the draw. Uh, did we just run out of ideas up front perhaps as well? Did Bedford kind of sound out the likes of Gouveia and Hay and keep them out of the game? Yeah, I definitely think that like the first 15-20 minutes in the game, we were pretty much all over them. Um, we were putting pressure, there wasn't much to do defensively. Um, and then I think second half they managed to, when they put that Charlie Saunders at the back, it sort of secured yeah. things up a bit more with his power and pace. Um, and it just sort of became a stalemate game in the second half. Yeah, they had a couple of chances, Bedford. Their left back, I think, had, had two or three really good shots and goal. Tomlinson up front um, missed a few sitters. Uh, as well so the game really uh, could have gone either way as you mentioned with St Ives and they lost to league leaders Tamworth in mid midweek after uh, losing to second place Leiston on the weekend you can't ask for really a, a much worse run of fixtures but <laughs> seems like they've come out of it with credibility two encouraging performances it's a side that has been letting goals in uh, as of late so you know I suppose there are some losses where you can you can kind of say well we weren't too bad and we'll move on from that yeah when you're competing with those two um, especially back to back is uh, definitely definitely very difficult to compete with that sort of you mm. know budget and everything like they're doing they're, they're both flying this year um but like i like i've said that all even last year anyone in this league could be anyone um it's just who turns up on the day really yeah absolutely it's been an exciting uh, league table anyway to look at uh, so far it seems though like, like the top five i was talking to ashley hay uh, very kindly gave me a lift down. He says he doesn't really check the table, check on how the other teams are doing too much. What are you like? Were you? I mean, obviously you'll look at our position. Do you keep an eye on how other teams are getting on? Uh, yeah, you always have a look. Like after the game, you'll always have a chat with someone um, about uh, who, you know what results have happened mm. and any upsets uh, for that specific day. But you know, it, you look at Colville. We've got like five yeah, or six plenty games, of games on games in hand. Um, but you know, you've got to be in it to win it. Mm. We've we've played those games. We've got those points. We've earned them. Um, you never know; they could go on a four or five game lose streak. Yeah, well, we're still going to play them as well. Valentine's yeah, night. Uh, so there'll be a few players, uh, the other halves, who won't be too happy about that. Uh, we'll try and get up there for commentary anyway. So Colville four points clear of Hitchens. So Hitchens still sixth, just a place away uh, from the playoff positions. But as you say, Colville six games in hand. Of course, anything can happen, and they have got this backlog of fixtures that they've got to fit in. But perhaps the top five are just starting to move away now. We're starting to see who the quality sides are. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Like the, if you look at them, the, if, but when we look at those teams, the amount of times we played them, uh, like Russell, for example, I thought we we should have beat them at their place. Mm. Um, so there's there's not much uh, difference in terms of the quality. I think I think as well we've got a lot of quality in our team, um, and we just had a we just had 
they've been more consistent. Mm. Looking around the ground, Kieran, a lot of yellow and green, a lot of canaries, almost it's 50-50 almost, you might say, between St Ives and Hitchin Town fans. Well, you have a look before the play before the game as a player, see, if, see who's come to watch you, and that encourage you to see many, you know, see so many away fans have come down. No, yeah, you, you always see the same old faces that come to both the home and away games, especially the away games, because yeah. uh, they all jump on the coach, but I always tend to look out for, for the family members just in case. Have you got anyone listening in as well from home you want to give a shout out to? <laughs> More than welcome to. Yeah, it's all right, it's all right. They know, they're listening in, they're listening in. Good stuff. Well, we had a few problems beforehand, uh, but we are all on air now and the two sides making their way out onto the pitch. Hitchin Town uh, in their purple, St. Ives in a bit of a white and grey. Nice purple strip that, isn't it? Yeah, I just wish they had like the black sleeves like they did last year so we can wear black Under Armour. Okay. It's so difficult you getting hold of purple yeah. Under Armour. And I think uh, they didn't consider that. No, yeah. no, no. They need to think about it for next year. Only a few players now still in Under Armour. No surprise to see Diogo Gouveia sporting it. And Jack Sneelis, the creative uh, powerhouses in this hitch inside. All of the defenders, though, short sleeves. Yeah. Uh, as, it, as it should be, eh, Kieran? Brad thinks he's a, win he's a winger still. Um, <laughs> but Jack and Diogo, yeah, they hate the cold. You should have seen them when it was like snowing and that. Yeah. They were probably double snood up gloves on everything they just hate yeah. the hate the cold starting to get a little bit warmer out anyway at the moment the hitching fans still cold by the end of the game though we'll be shivering oh yeah it's, um, it's so much different when you're playing there like you could play in this short sleeve shirt like yeah. in Russia when I played there and I was absolutely fine but you come off the pitch and you're bloody shivering mm. straight away no I remember even Sunday league you turn up in your base lay on your top and you'd be stripping off you know 10 minutes into the game thinking what have I worn all that yeah. but when you're waiting around beforehand uh, it, it can seem, you know, yeah, you need all those layers. Well, the two sides are out on the pitch at the moment. St Ives to our right. Um, we're right in and amongst the fans, which is quite nice. Right underneath one of the speakers as well. Uh, the tunnel going through the uh, the pre-match uh, announcement. So St Ives coming back in, coming into this game uh, off the back of back-to-back -back defeats. Hitchin, a nice little four-game unbeaten run in all competitions, Kieran. As Mark Burke put inspirationally in his weekly bulletin, we did not win, but we did not lose. Um, he's a man of few words sometimes, but he likes to get an unbeaten run together. No, that is the Berkey special. He, he'd <laughs> much rather he'd much rather us be unbeaten than to win one, lose one. I think um, a lot of the time, just so you know, it keeps that momentum and that mm. uh, enthusiasm uh, as well. Because when you take a loss, you know, everyone can get a bit down if you get like you know a batter in or where you should have won. Whereas a draw, you know, you can sometimes accept it. Unlike last week, where we where a lot of the lads felt like we should have won. Really, yeah. First draw in 13 games. Actually, it was uh, against Bedford Town. First time since November. Uh, the points have been shared in a hitching game. It's either been uh, a run of wins or a run of defeats. Uh, starting to get a little bit of consistency. Uh, and this has been a tough place of hitching to go. They've lost their last two encounters with St Ives here at the not-so-catchily named Quattro Tech Stadium, Westwood Road. Uh, when, I, when you get all the sponsors in. But yeah, I, I would I would make the prediction there are almost more hitching fans in than St Ives as I look from yeah, it here. I'm, I'm like happy it. to be proved wrong. Uh, so all set to go. Can I get a prediction from you before we get underway? Oh God! Uh, <laughs> two nil. Two I nil to Hitchin. Hitchin. Yeah, yeah. yeah, two nil. As Jack Sneelis kicks us off, so Hitchin kicking from left to right in front of our commentary position here at Westwood Road. An early uh, challenge for Daniel Lydia Coa. Prodding forward to Sneelis, who gets there. Now Ashley Hay getting stuck in uh, up against Richards, oh the no. skipper, and then the shot comes in. Has <laughs> oh that come into God. the side? On the side netting, talk me through that. Oh, I, don't, I think he's probably trying to cross it then. I don't know what I don't know what he's doing there, but is it Brad Bell? Yeah, I was Brad just Bell. checking the, the team sheets. No, uh, he's he's shot from the corner of the box. It uh, was uh, yeah, bending and swerving away from the the goalkeeper Dadge, who's coming alone from 
Northampton Town done a really good job as well. Kept uh, James Goff out of the side. He played every game uh, until Dadgett arrived. So they must rate him as an 18-year-old to come in. Displace uh, yeah, an experienced lad, keeper. As Lewis Barker puts the ball behind. None of the fans fancying catching that. They'll see it behind into the uh, stands down to our left. Uh, compact ground here at St Ives. They were promoted to the Southern League Central in the 2015-16 a season with a win over AFC Rushton and Diamonds as Lewis Barker has kicked that. We're, we're not far from the banks of the River Roos, and I think that was in that direction. Yeah, new ball already. Barker putting a couple behind already, so it's goalless. Uh, early on, after 1 minute and 15 seconds, you're listening to HCFC Radio. Freddie Cardi and my special guest today, uh, Kieran Jones, bringing you live coverage from Westwood Road. Uh, not quite a chilly afternoon. Uh, the sun just perked out before kickoff. It's gone back behind the clouds now. And nice footballing conditions. It's a, a 3G pitch as well, we should point out. As the throw in comes in from the left hand side for Johnny Hurd, headed away uh, by uh, Ashley Hay, who was back there helping out. They continue into the box, though, with Miles Cowling and now Bradley Bell can clear away. Uh, more and more grounds going to this 3G, Kieran. Do you, do you change anything about your game when you know it's an artificial surface? As yeah, the you ball's thrown on top of the dugout. You don't want to slide as much on there um, as you would, um, you know, a grass pitch just because you get, you get your legs cut up. But. Um, you feel like you can play a bit more football as well, especially because these are, you know, mm. pretty good 3Gs now, whereas you go to some places where the grass is horrendous. Her lining up the long throw in. Again, Ashley Hay underneath it gets that jump out and heads away. It'll be brought down there on the edge of the box by Cowling. Fires a shot in to a crowd of players and Daniel Lidiakoa can clear. Well, last season's game, it was torrential rain really here at <laughs> Westwood Road. And that's where the 3G pitch as well can cause problems because the rain will just hold in the surface and there were players slipping everywhere. Yeah, yeah. The ball skims as well. Yeah. It so much quicker in the rain as well. Mill down the line. You know, there are plenty of players who seem to be... Who, however many studs they had on the underside of their boot were, were not going to be enough in that game. Here's Jack Morell then for a first hitch in appearance, Kieran, since the 20th of August. He's been working hard in the gym, but that must have been so difficult for him. It's an injury he's had more than once as well, that knee. Yeah, horrible injury. Like, I remember coming in and you could just see from his face all he wanted to do was play. Mm. Long ball over the top now. He stays on side as Edwards. He takes a shot early and it whistles wide. Looking for his 18th league goal of the Southern League season. And I think Charlie Hall was just about calm enough to know that was going to be wide, but not too far away. Yeah, just one ball really, wasn't it? Yeah, so brought down. He just stayed on side as well. There were a few glances over towards the assistant referee. Uh, 35 of you tuning in, you can tweet me at Cardi Freddy or at Kieran Jones as well if you'd like to get in touch. The usual chat on our uh, website isn't working today, so drop me a tweet or send me uh, a message. Here comes Sneelis down the left, finding his good friend Diogo Gouvet, and that maybe wasn't quite the... The best option for him, going for goal on his left foot there, and it's a long way over the crossbar. He had options in the middle as well. Yeah, just needed to whip it across across low and hard. Trying to take his shot early, as Edwards did down the other end. Gouvert has scored nine goals this season, looking for to move into double figures. Interesting here, St Ives going to try and play the way out from the back. Dadge, of course, uh, coming through uh, an EFL academy. He'll be brought up that way anyway. But two men right on the edge of his six-yard box. The offside flag this time goes up against... Uh, the number nine, uh, Jonathan Edwards. We had a little spell, didn't we, under Mark Burke? I think it was pre-season where he was quite keen on playing out from the back and it just got caught one too many times. Yeah, it was the start of last season. Yeah. Uh, I think it was where, where we started it when I first came in. Uh, there was a real emphasis on wanting to play and I, I felt like even though we were losing games uh, at the start of last season, uh, we, we were actually playing really well. It was just a bit unfortunate in terms of... Mm. Uh, I think reckon I reckon this year we would, we would probably 
get a good chance of it, but when you've got Ash who wins every header up top, you might as well. Here's Lewis Barker on the right side of defence. Stan Georgie remains uh, on the bench with Jack Morell coming in for Kieran to my left. He should be back for next Saturday. Here's Cody Cotsevers. Waitaguvea turning. Would have had his sight set and goal, but he's going to chip the ball wide. Nicely picks up Bradley Bell, making his way down the right. Still Bell. Tackle comes in and is just about stayed in play. I think Bell's trying to win a corner. He's played the ball back across. There was just no one anticipating that. Neither party really knew who that had come off last. And there's Lewis Barker now. Uh, he's been a judge to a foul. Edwards, John Alban and Mark Burke. Not too happy with sat with the dugouts just about 10, 15 yards to our left. And uh, they, weren't they weren't happy at all with that decision. Referee took his time to make it as well. Don't know why he's talking to Lewis. It wasn't even him that gave the foul. I think he kicked the ball away. He'll have done something. I think that's for sure. But one of those players, he's, he's almost built up a bit of a reputation now with referees <laughs> yeah. that can follow you around. He had that red, I think, at maybe Bromsgrove earlier this season where yeah. you could make a case for that, certainly. Where's the free kick then for uh, St. Ives? Six minutes gone. St. Ives nil, Hitchin Town nil. Ball played wide out to... Uh, Johnny Hurd back into the middle. It's just chipped down the left-hand side. Bradley Bell's not the tallest. It will run over his head. And it's taken down by uh, Baker. Cuts in. He's going to lay it off for Hickinson, who tries to go again across the edge of the box. And in the end, the ball cannons round to uh, Charlie Horlock. Bell just having to be careful with that long ball over his head. Yeah, it was very easy again. Just one ball. Looks like the, the lads aren't getting up quick enough or not preparing for that long ball coming back straight away. Here's Charlie Horlock. Kicks long and flat. Gouvea looking to bring it down. He might fall for Laney Edy, but he won't quite get there. And St. Ives can clear. Jack Morell underneath it takes it down nicely. He reads the game very well. As we saw there, Morell taking the ball down and behind for a uh, St. Ives throw-in. So the Ives coming into this game uh, 11th in the table. There has been uh, one early kickoff as well. I think it's Tamworth. Uh, who lead at the moment? We will yeah, try and I think they were up yeah, we'll try and keep you up to date with the Premier League games and those scores come in as well. Here's Diogo Gouveia still trying to make his way through down the left hand side, and in the end it takes two St Ives players to clear the ball away. Diakoa though uh, just steps in. Wolves lead Liverpool uh, oh, yeah. in the. Uh, Premier League. Shout out to Rowan Scalfield as well. He's got an audition today for Union Brighton. We wish him all the best. He's tuning in uh, from the South Coast. Who's your Premier League team? Are you a Luton fan, I want to say? I know you came through their academy. Yeah, well, I've always grown up in Luton. Um, oh, Ball coming nice. through now. Played across looking for Ashley Hay. And Cody got Stevens will try and get there. Yeah, it's weirder. As, as I've gotten older, I've sort of, you know, I still love watching football and everything. But you, you tend to like only support the team that you play for. Mm. Um, I found that, especially when going to Luton, uh, that obviously I was a big fan of them. And then I left, went to Norwich and then, Became a fan of them, really. Yeah, yeah, oh um, yeah. Of course, you want the first team to do well, you know, and keep an uh, keep an extra eye on that in case you can make your way through. Um, your loan, of course, from Brackley Town has been extended uh, for a, a further month. It seems like you're happy to be back at top field playing your football. Yeah, um, but of course, you know, you'll have your sights set on playing at a higher level longer term. Yeah, obviously, I can't, I can't, you know, go to Brackley and say, oh, you know, I want to be playing. I should be playing and everything when they've gone since the new managers come in, like 17 games unbeaten or something mm. like some ridiculous stat like that so I can't really complain the lads there they keep clean sheets they get points and they get wins as well so both clubs benefiting from the agreement uh, yeah. at the moment as Idiot Koa chips on over the top and now Hay will look to get on his bike into the box cuts onto his right foot oh. he's hit the crossbar it will still yeah, fall boy. in there for Bradley Bell taken down just inside the box Bell with the ball back across it's tame he goes on his left oh. foot and it's just wide looked like it took oh, a deflection a cool on the way one. through yeah. yes the referee eventually agreeing how close was Ashley Hay 
God, just off the Denver bar there. <laughs> Unbelievable shot. Yeah, looking for his ninth for the season. Hey, cutting in. and He's known for his heading, isn't he? Yeah, but he, he should strike a ball in. well. <laughs> should have headed that in. Gouveia to take the corner kick then. Hitchin. And it's been a good entertaining game this one so far. End to end. Nine minutes gone. Corner then first one as Luton do lead against Stoke City in the championship. Here's Gouveia. The corner kick. Sneelis going short. Gouveia trying to chip one in towards the middle yeah, of the box. Heading in and straight at the goalkeeper. Good effort there from Jack Morrell. What a return to the Hitchin colours that would have been. Uh, now St Ives can try and counter with Enoch Ando. This game opening up oh, nicely. Ando brought down by Idi Koho, then comes back across the St Ives man. Oh, Gouveia oh, turning away from his man. Looked like he was pulled back by Paddy Casey. And yeah, I think the referee's going to agree with you there. As United take a lead against Crystal Palace as well. But um, Gouveia, he's started starting a fire. He's almost uh, is most deadly when the when the defence aren't quite set yet. Yeah. They're not quite sure what to expect from him. Yeah, stuff like that, like tight little areas, and he can get himself out all the time. Little wriggles. So Paddy Casey. Uh, I think went in the book there, the St. Ives man, no other choice for the referee. So Hitchin coming close then, Ashley Hay, and then moments later, Jack Morrell seeing his header saved. Here's Gouveia, chip right yeah. up in the air, looking for Cody Cott-Stevens, trying to head one back in. And it will fall on the edge of the box of Daniel Idiokoa, turning so good on the ball, this man. And now Bell hanging up, looking for Hay, Syme was in there as well. The ball coming back to Lane Eady just inside the St. Ives half and he'll find Josh Cordycott-Stevens. Well, Hitchin, they seem to be flying out of the blocks at the moment. They're doing the same again. Cordycott-Stevens long, headed away by Hurd. Idiokoa in there and again Bell. Maybe shout for handball. Could have gone against either of them. The referee will play on Edwards up against Bell, making his way down in front of the Hitchin dugout on our near side. Still Edwards. Finds uh, Baker. Spreading oh, the ball in much. the middle and now Hay can turn away into Sneelis. Oh. And he's just been... Uh, a little bit sloppy there, Jack Sneelis giving the ball back to Enoch Ando. But a great start this from Hitchin, Kieran. Again, though, are, are you worried if they don't take those early chances? Yeah, similar to a game last week at Bedford. Here comes St. Ives. will have to come in here, but the ball just yeah. overhit. I think the flag may have gone up anyway. Yeah, we get told all the time before games by Park saying, you know, you can, you can get all your chances in a game in the first five, ten minutes. Mm. So you've got, you got to make use of them because you might not, might not get another chance. Yeah, Bedford, uh, Bedford's game certainly an example of that. Gouveia and Hay have flown out of the blocks here again. And, and Idiokoa, we mentioned Luton, he's coming on loan from them. And he's been so impressive, first at wing-back and then in the centre of midfield. St Ives heading away to Sneelis now. And now Hay brought down. Another cynical foul on the edge of the box. St Ives not sure how to cope at the moment. Uh, I think Diago's going to have a nice little shot here. He's got a good enough distance for him. So you can get a little bit of a dip on it. Yeah, it's round to the to the right-hand side. So it's one of those you can try and swing it back across the keeper or into the near post. But it'll be interesting to see how many St. Ives put in the wall as Villa lead Leicester as well. Plenty of goals going in. But I think this may be more of a free-kick opportunity. It's on the right-hand side, about 15 yards from the edge of the penalty area. Gouveia does deliver the cross just over the head of Morel. And Hay was a little late uh, running onto it. So maybe it was just over hit. And the ball behind for a goal kick. 12 gone. And a very entertaining 12 minutes for, uh, for Hitchin Town. And the ball behind for a, uh, a goal kick. Gouveia and Sneel are so skillful. They've added so much to this team uh, this season. They made you look a fool at times in training. I've heard they've not nah. made a few, but not yourself, I'm sure. Nah, they, I, I always win when I'm when I <laughs> in training. So whoever's on my team always wins. Um, they were doing a thing at the start of the year with like win percentages in training sessions. Okay. Um, 
and then a few of the lads, you know, weren't, weren't winning a lot. So uh, they, all they about it. Yeah, yeah, blame your teammates. Yeah, as Hay heads it. the ball down, looking for Gouvea. The ball rolls across the artificial turf. Gouvea cuts in on his right foot, delivers a good cross. Oh, it nearly fell for Bradley Bell at the back post in ice and clear. Up towards the... Uh, number nine, Edwards again, tries to go wide. And again, everything just coming back to Hitchens' feet. The back three have been really good so far to just mop everything up. St. Ives have gone with Hickinson and Edwards up front, but Hitchens can just go man for man with them. Yeah, they need to make sure that the nine doesn't get it in to his feet because that's going to be the problem mm. today. He's a big lad. Um, yeah, he's happy to peel front. wide as well by the yeah. looks of it. He'll just pin you. Bedford won Leicester nil. Needham Market lead Kings Langley, who are struggling as well. Wolves have a 2-0 lead against Liverpool now. An own goal, and then Craig Dawson, a bit of a bogey team for Jurgen Klopp's side. Here comes Edwards again, this time down the right. Horlock, so quick of his line. It's not a good clearance, though. It's straight into Jack Morrell. St. Ives keeping it in through Enoch Ando down the right. Ando trying to work a crossing position. Cuts back in. Lays it off and it's chipped into the box. And all oh, Barker's tried to swing a boot at it. He's missed it completely. Baker now laying it off in the box. Could be an opportunity. Just taking too long as Cowling. The Baker goes to find that near post. But Charlie Horlock was alert and able to make the save. Yeah, it's a horrible one. I don't know what LB's thinking. Trying to swing a 360 boot around it to try and clear it. Maybe could have just kicked it out for a corner. But got lucky there. Yeah, trying to make sure that ball was cleared away. So it's going to be attack against attack in this game. Mikulova was quite similar, wasn't it? A few weeks ago now, we've had postponement since, but it was one side would have, it, have this spell, then the other side would come fighting back. Hay looking to win the header again. Straight to the St. Ives man. Idiokoa chips it wide to the former Baldock and Biggleswade town man. Another player who started things off at Luton. Hay trying to find Bell now. A little bit of space for him down the right. Slips the ball back in. Idiokoa. Can't quite bring it down, but again, the ball just comes back into that hitch in defence and they can recycle with Barker. Coldy cut Stevens to Hay. Our view slightly obstructed by the dugout here, but I could see Barker steaming in for a, a tackle anyway, and I think a free kick's been given against him. But the dugout in front of us, not quite transparent, so we just lost sight of the ball for a moment. Uh, but the foul has gone against Hitchin. Bromsgrove lead, Hensford as well. Uh, as well. So the most Hitching can do today is just close that gap on uh, Colville with a win. They will still remain out of the playoffs. Colville uh, have the task of facing second oh, bottom Russian and Diamonds as Hay, uh, sorry, Syme clears this ball away. Was that going for a, a, a goal it, kick, you reckon, then? Uh, it's, it's a difficult one. I thought maybe he could have got his body in and shielded out, but that mm. lad's a little lad, so he could probably probably manoeuvre his way around him. Yeah, Hitching haven't been messing about back there so far. If it's there to be cleared, then it will be cleared. You can just see a few houses, a few greenhouses as well, which are always vulnerable to the balls. The netting has been put up down that far end as, it, as to our right as well. We're hitching attacking corner kick then for St. Ives. In swinger from the left-hand side. Floated towards the back post, headed in. Or has it been saved by Horlock? It's been kept out oh, by wow, Charlie what Horlock. What a stop from the hitching keeper. That looked like it could have so easily crept over the line. What a save that was. I've heard someone shout for VAR. Has <laughs> Horlock kept that out then? The referee and the, the assistant think he has. But he would have seen that so late, Kieran. Yeah. It was, it was always... I think double hand's always been back post in every team. I think that's similar to us. We've got we've got one where... Well, he's putting one hand up now, so... Mm. Going to be something different. But yeah, referee, everyone's crowded in the six-yard box now. And the referee just going over to make sure... It's the thing of when you do one corner routine it doesn't come off. You can't really go back to it because the defence will have sussed it out. So they've gone to packing that six-yard box and 
So is that an awkward one for you now as a defender, Kieran? You know, the referee's watching your every move when it's physical in there. Yeah, it's horrible, for especially Charlie as well. You've got, you got to think, you've got eight or so players in there. In towards the near post, flicked on, it's not dealt with and it's in. I'm not sure he got the final touch. It was Edwards who headed it down. I think it might be Ben Tosland who did get the final touch on the way through. St Ives take the lead. Again, it's a set piece that's Hitchens undoing. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. I think it was front post, little flick on and then headed in from the six yard box unmarked header coming down from Edwards who yeah he was unmarked and then Toesland was able to just glance it in so in the 17th minute after a great start by the Canaries Ben Toesland has just got has got just his second goal of the season the man who's returned from Kettering Town a real fan favourite and now the now St Eyes are in good voice uh, Ben Toesland uh, the score there just confirmed with Pike Man is Michael Jones is over to give Lewis Barker some instructions. LB doesn't look particularly happy as well. Those two are maybe not on the same wavelength. For Hitch, will have to go again. Completely against the runner play as well. We've mm. been all over them. So the Canaries concede first. Cody Cox Stevens long over the top. Hay heading the ball down. No one in the box. Oh, it's not quite dealt with. And then St Ives can eventually clear. Up towards the edge of the box. Richens and then Ando all swinging their boots at it. I hate to say it, Kieran, obviously you're a member of that defensive unit. We have conceded a few from set pieces this season. Our clubs, you know, becoming better at it, becoming better at these deliveries, spending more time on the training ground. I think I think there was a, a spell before I came in where I remember we would watch a lot of videos of teams where they would... Oh. Sneelis faking his way through. He's just got past the slide tackle. There's no real time to talk in this one. He cuts in. He's delivered a, a cross in the end. I'm not sure that was his first thought, though. Bell now lunging to keep it in place. Done really well. Back to Idiokoa. Right-footed cross. Pinged in over the head of Edie. Sneelis will just about keep it on over on the far side. Guvea and Edie over to help him out. Sneelis will knock the ball back for Guvea onto his right foot. He's looking to go for goal. He's gone back onto his left. He'll now try and chip the ball in. We'll get another go at it now. Making his way down the left. Tries to play the ball in. I think it's... Has it come off a St. Ives man? It hasn't. It's behind for a goal kick. Yeah, no, just what I was saying before, I think there was a spell before I came in. There was um, a bit of teams where they would, you know, load it up on Charlie. And mm. uh, we had uh, loads of discussions in training um, and video analysis of how can we combat that. Um, and I thought, I think as well, we've done we've done quite well um, to do it. We put LB as a free man to just go and edit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, not too sure what happened there today. Yeah, there have been a few as well where Charlie Orlock has tried to break out of where they've been crowding around him, try and punch the ball away and missed it. And then, of course, you're really vulnerable when he's come off his line. Oh, Symes accidentally flicked that back through to Horlock. And Varka just pushed as well by the St. Ives man. And uh, Horlock able to collect possession. Good to see, though, Hitchin. They picked themselves up. And, you know, last season, often we could just go to, to long ball and rush things after conceding. We've just got to keep playing our football. Ball long again, looking for Edwards, engaging in that battle with Lewis Barker, the two physical players. Edwards onto his right foot, trying to slip the ball through. They might be in again, but Jack Morell's done well. Then Charlie Horlock can clear on his left foot, headed back down by Richards. And there may be a foul. No, we'll play on. The referee looked to put the whistle to his lips. Hitching and clear now. I think St Ives have brought a barbecue in today. Something smells really good. Yeah, that is very tempting at the moment. Really had my lunch, so yeah, no burgers for me. Hopefully sample that after the game. And another foul going against Hitchin. So the run of play just starting to go against the Canaries. St Ives clever in some of these challenges. And the Ives will uh, pick up possession on the left-hand side then for this 
a free kick. It's Michael Richens, the skipper, to come over and take it. Play for Stevenage and Hemel Hempstead as well, playing over 100 times for, for Kettering Town. One of Brackley's rivals, I think, Kettering and yeah. Northamptonshire. Here comes that uh, free kick in. It's a flat one and cleared away by Josh Coldicott-Stevens. Then chipped long over the top by Michael Richens. And Syme heading away. There's an offside already going up against uh, the St. Ives man. A lot of conversations with Charlie Horlock back there. Of course, he's a goalkeeping captain. How vocal is he on the tactical side during a game? He's, al he's always talking to you like throughout the game. Um, it was obviously with Webby leaving last year. I think there was only really one man that was going to get the armband uh, this mm. season. Uh, but, yeah, he's always talking to you. Um, you always hear him, and he's, he's so encouraging as well. Such a nice guy. Well, long long over the top. The ball headed away and then flicked down. Jack Morell taking it down. He's looked calm and composed, hasn't he, Jack Morell? He's played for Bulldog Town this week. Played two uh, full 90 minutes for them. Good to see him back into the side. Now the offside flag up against Gouveia. The referee taking a... A while to notice. I get the sense as well. I know he played in a friendly at Slough Town a couple of weeks ago. Morel Hitchin been keen not to rush him back from injury. No, especially with an injury like with your knee and everything like that. You did, it, there's no point rushing it back in um, for anything. Uh, just as well, there was might as well go out and learn and get get some get some minutes into your mm. legs as well. I'll keep an eye on Brackley's game. They're drawing nil-nil against Peterborough Sports at the moment. Of course, Callumstead there now. Sports were promoted from this league last season. Hensford struggling at the moment. They've equalised against Bromsgrove Sporting elsewhere in this division. Park long over the top. Hay can flick it through looking for Gouveia. So prolific with his head is Ashley Hay. And now Syme stepping in and again Hitchin. He can't give Edwards a sniff because he'll just come and nick the ball away. Hitchin will move forward now though. Edie right on the touchline, slipping the ball through to Diogo Gouveia, trying to turn, and then it's moved forward by Hickinson. A lot of space for Ando, who's going to engage with Jack Morell. Edie comes back in as well. First time Morell and Edie will have played together. Sneelis wins a throw in on the far side. So, St. Ives fans still in good voice. Halfway through of the first half, and Ives lead one by one goal to nil. Ventosland uh, bundling the ball home from that corner. It was a good start by Hitchin. They had a couple of good opportunities. Ashley Hayes struck the crossbar of a fierce effort. Here's Jack Sneelis chesting the ball down. Just inside the box now. Trying to make his way through. He's gone down and the referee is oh going to book him for diving God. here. I think Sneelis, he, he did take a little while to go down. And he'll go into the book now. And the St. Ives fans have enjoyed that as well. I guess as a defender, you'll love it when someone on the other team's vote for diving. But Yeah, it's always a heart-in-the-mouth moment, though, because you never know with these refs nowadays. Yeah. He took his time as well over that decision, but I had, had the idea. There was no real contact on Sneelis, who's playing against one of his former sides today as well. We'll be familiar with many of their, those teammates. And Do you talk to them before the game, or is it all saved for after, really, as Hay tries to make his way through? It's a bit of both, really. You, you say that you had a lot of good luck and that before the game. Um but it depends how close you are mm. with them. Yeah, Sneelis had a successful uh, spell here. Yeah, I tried getting him to come to Hitchin last year. Did you? Was, uh, yeah, I was telling him when we were struggling a bit. He wasn't. He was in and out of the team. Yeah, yeah and I just said, "Why don't come down?" And obviously, listen this year. Yeah, played for St Ives from 2019 before leaving them for Rushton Diamonds. Never scored a single goal there, famously at Rushton, before uh, hitting one against his former side earlier this season in a man of the match display. I think he enjoyed that. Throwing now for St. Ives. And they're going to take their time over it. They're going to use uh, Hurd. He's going to go all the way over onto the opposite flank to take it. 
So it's clearly a, a long throw-in tactic. Can be a, a problem for defenders. Heard. I notice Edie's been planted straight in front of him, so I think Hitchin will have done their scouting as well, potentially, and what threat this will provide. Yeah, it's just just to put him off, really. Yeah. Just to put him off. Don't want to... No, he's not throwing it as... Heard over the top. Yeah, Jack Morell away. There was one, I'm sure... Uh, I think it was Alexis Sanchez was standing straight in the way like Edie was there and the throw and take it just threw it straight <laughs> at his head <laughs> and he went down in a heap but saying you, need, you are supposed to be 5-10 yards whatever it, whatever it is away Bell trying to head the ball through it will fall again for uh, Daniel Lydia Coe the man on loan from Luton just cuts in nicely back into Lewis Barker Barker down the line to Bell trying to turn Guvea in there short as well Guvea prods it through for himself down the right hand side it's a great run this crosses the ball in it's spilled by the keyhole oh. it's put over the bar I'm not really sure Jackson Ellis expected the ball no. to fall at his feet it was a difficult chance he was lunging in and he's blasted it over in the end yeah, well, he looks nervy a little bit, the keeper there. Yeah, that Hitchin will be encouraged by that. James Dadge is a, a promising keeper. But that way he spilled it. That should have been nice and easy for him to take the ball down there. And he was able to drop it for Jack Sneelis. But I think Sneelis won't be too hard on himself for missing that. It was a, a yeah, something of a half chance, really. But Stretching a little bit. He is indeed, actually. Uh, Jack Sneelis. Here comes the uh, goal kick then in front of the... Uh, hitching away and plenty of those inflatable canaries, the yellow and green uh, bobble hats as well. Not the worst journey this one, is it? Hertfordshire down to, to Cambridgeshire. Short enough where we don't need the coach yeah. uh, today. I remember they brought them to Leaston away last year. That was where the first time I really saw those. Those canaries, those yeah. Canaries, yeah. So they're actually from the Norwich City website, but <laughs> it would be good if we could get them into our, our own club shop. But yeah, you, you actually have to go and spend your money uh, at Norwich online if you want to get one. Well, they like a couple quid. Yeah, not much. I think I'll, me and Marek both got one, for, brought it down for a while. Here's Charlie Horlock then. But yeah, ni a nice little accessory, isn't it? Something that Hitchin fans can become synonymous with wherever wherever they go on their travels or at home games as well. Great crowd in the other day for the Bedford game as well. Yeah, really good crowd. The third highest in the division uh, last Saturday. 823 in attendance. Horlock now... Again, Hay gets the header out. Guvet is looking really lively here. He just needs to try and work something still. He's just been dispossessed. The ball back to Jack Morell, who scored that screamer on his debut against Barwell on the opening day. You can't give him too much space as well if he's eyeing up for shot. That was also an artificial surface, similar to this one. Morell across now to Lane Eady. Space for him down the left-hand side. He wants to get the cross in the box, and he will, but it's just headed away. And then cleared straight up in the air. Morell hits long over the top. Hay, oh, he'll take it down here. He can try and turn Ashley Hay back into Daniel Lydia. Koa Sneelis just trying to let it go through, and he will. But Guvea, who's itching to get a shot away, he's just not being given enough space. Guvea trying to play it through. It's just intercepted uh, by Paddy Casey in the ball behind uh, for a St. Ives throw. And he is looking threatening here, though, yeah. Guvea, isn't he? You feel if he can just get that shot away. That's starting to put a bit more pressure on him now. You can tell when they're just leaving the big number nine stop, stop by himself against... Jack, LB and Toby. You can just see that they're sort of, you know, mm. dropping back a little bit. Yeah, be looking for a, a win today, St. Ives, after those back-to-back -back defeats, as you say, against Tamworth, who are first and then second place, Layston. Charlie Horlock again coming out and clearing away. Barwell uh, leading against 10 men. Royston, Russell 2, Redditch 1. Bedford have doubled their lead against Layston. That's an interesting scoreline anyway. For Bedford Town, what a job their interim managers are doing. Still unbeaten across two spells. 
And now lead against the second place, Leiston at the Erie. So yeah, they've had a few results where mm. you know they drew they're at Tamworth, didn't they? They're doing like they get good results and then they'll have a few where they won't have good results. So hey, going down here, maybe something off the ball. I think perhaps a little accidental oh, between him and the goal off. scorer, Toesland. Ashley Hay just do, yeah, doing up the boot, but the ball might be heading in his direction soon, so he wants to be quick about it, but <laughs> Andlo can play the ball back into uh, his goalkeeper, Dadge. Hay still doing his boot up. And then the ball played back into James Dadge. Still St Ives 1, Hitchin nil. We're just coming up to the half an hour mark. You're listening to uh, HCFC Radio as always. The next two Saturdays, Hitchin will be at home. A couple of tough games coming up against Stourbridge and Nuneaton Borough. And HCFC Radio will be there for both of those. Here's Hay coming in on uh, Ben Toesland. And again, Dadge will be tested with his kicking. That does seem to be a strength Ooh. of his game. He goes long here and it's just got that awkward bounce. And again, Paulock just out to the edge of the box. The experience of himself and the youth of Dadge down the other end. But that was causing a bit of trouble. They say don't let it bounce. Yeah, he got a bit of a kick though. Can't, mm. can't really do much. Maybe Charlie could have stayed back a little bit and Toby headed it back to him or... But, you know, Charlie's come out, made a decision, so got to trust it. Yeah, food looking good here, actually. I haven't investigated the barbecue just yet, but plenty of Cornish pasties, sausage rolls all coming out to our right-hand side, and chips as well. Some long throwing comes in. Oh, it's headed away well by uh, Jack Morrell. Must come off a uh, St. Ives man, in fact, and it's behind for a, a goal kick for Charlie Horlock. So the Canaries will just continue doing what they're doing, essentially. Yeah, I think there's no point trying to change anything, change how we're playing, just keep doing it and just hope that mm. we can convert one of these chances, really. Horlock then with the goal kick. Your side, Brackley, here and have a lead away at Peterborough Sports. You've had their own problems off the pitch recently. Tax issues and debt and that sort of thing, I think. So, but I've heard they've managed to sort it all out, but they've been reliant on essentially one man, Grant Biddle, pumping in the money. They've Gone all the way up from step six to step two, meeting the National North. Cody got Stevens. Now, I've just overhit this, and the ball can be headed back into uh, James Dadge once again. It looks a little bit more assured now. Uh, James Dadge in the goal. He's able to uh, pick up possession. Dadge in the all sky blue. And again, goes long. He's got a really good kick on him, and it gets just into that danger area. Barker does well, just sorted his feet out to head away. But now, Cowling can bear down the edge of the box. Enoch Ando back across. Cowling had gone down in there. Morell able to find Idiokoa. Hitchin can look to launch a counter attack now. The slide tackle comes in. Idiokoa just skips past. Ando now Keep tries to bring him down. What a run this is. Oh, he's just Ooh. overhit the final ball. Hitchin will be able to continue, though, with a throw in there. At least one Take or two quick. fouls in there uh, on Dan Idiokoa. And now the referee, oh, there's a man down in the hitching box, so they'll stop any uh, further progress. Yeah, Dan's so good at that, mm. like just driving through. He's got, doesn't look like it, but he is built. He is he is very strong. You can tell he goes to the gym at Luton. <laughs> um, but, yeah, for a little guy, he just powers powers oh. through people. The Brackley goal is disallowed, by the way, for Adam Rooney. What a player he is to end up at that level as well. Have you trained with him? Former yeah, Aberdeen yeah, yeah. man and Salford City. Yeah, he's friends with Gleese. Uh, uh, yeah, they'd have played at Aberdeen. Yeah, yeah. so like, when I was there, I think when I when he first joined, I was there for a couple of sessions. Um, but yeah, he's, you know, he's had a great career, really. Mm. So Bell will take the throw in then. I've seen Eisvan had some brief treatment. Idiot Koa again. Been impressive so far. 
across this lone spell here today. Here's Morel. He's going to eye one up, I feel. It is Jack Morel going from range and the goalkeeper has to go across and make a save. You just knew as Cuvea tries to cross and it's behind for a corner. He's trying to recreate that Bartwell goal. Jonesy's looking up at you. He'd have hurt me, I think. <laughs> no, he just knows that I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> no chance I would. <laughs> Corner yeah. kick for the Canaries then. Yeah, don't get any ideas is probably what they're thinking. We've seen Jack Morell do it once. Here's Gouvet of the corner then. In swing it's a flat one. Uh, Sneeders tries to flick it on. He's gone for the overhead kick. Yeah. And Ashley Hay heads the ball home. Hay with his knife for the season. Jumps in the air in celebration. I'll tell you what, it would have been spectacular if that overhead kick went all the way in. Uh, but Ashley Hay, it's another header. No one does it better than that man. It's amazing. It's amazing how high he can jump. It's ridiculous. He's not even that. He's not even that tall of a player. He could just. He just got a leap on him. Yeah, unbelievable. He didn't. To be fair, he didn't have to jump super high for that one. The hard work was done from Snealis. It wasn't the best of of, of corners from Diogo Guevara in the first place as well. Uh, but St Ives didn't deal with it. So we've seen corners and goals at, at both ends now, Kieran. Yeah, it's set plays is a massive, it's a massive part of the game now. I think I can't remember what Premier League manager was talking about it. I think it's Newcastle um, mm. about how they've obviously their whole back line now is all over six foot, pretty much, other than Trippier. Yeah, Dan um, Byrne. <laughs> and you know you got all of those players, and if you can cut out set pieces, you know you cut out close to 60, 70 percent of goals really nowadays. So Ashley Hay then moves into nine goals for this season. Level Diogo Gouveia. He's loving playing his football. At top field, he's been a, a key addition uh, to this side. And yeah, a good roll by Jack Sneelis in there, Kieran, as well. It would have been some goal if that overhead kick found <laughs> the corner. <laughs> well, uh, but the not a bad assist as well. You can claim that. No, exactly. Well, the corner was rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> he, he didn't even beat the first man, but no. luckily Jack, Jack was there to run in front. Long throw again then from St. Ives. Bell tries to jump it in vain and then Horlock can claim. What they should do is put Ashley Hay straight in front of the long throw in. Because well, uh, it won't clear his head. <laughs> as long as he jumps yeah. in front of it. But now nah, we need him back there to head it because he's one of the best headers. Villa lead Leicester. Uh, Mikkel over have equalised at Tamworth in the early kickoff. Still 15 minutes left in that one. Colville have doubled their lead over AFC Rushton and Diamonds. I know a lot of the Hay family are listening in. So a shout out to you guys. Another goal for Ash today. His old man used to play with my old man back in the day, apparently. Yeah, Steve, who knows Marrak as well, seems to know everyone. And <laughs> Darren Hay as well, Ash's uncle, uh, also played as connections of Hitchin. Yeah, Ash gave me a, a lift very kindly on the way down. So we're getting all of the low down. And a lot, uh, I mean, most of these players seem to have footballing families. What, what's, what's your parents? or? Uh, my dad used to play. He used to yeah. play for Oxford United back in the day when he was younger. But uh, just some health issues caused him to have mm. to retire early. But... No, nothing in my family. Um, no, like, you know, pedigrees of <laughs> explorers. Morel up long to Hay. He tries to turn with the ball out of his feet. Ten left of the first half. A really good game of football, this. Sinai slipping one through. He looked offside, but Ando's one and one with Charlie Hall. A chance to go round him. Does go round him and finds the corner. Sinai's bounce back perfectly. Hitching a fuming. First at the offside decision. And then secondly, at how easy it was for Ando to make it through. Took it round Horlock. And the Cambridge inside have bounced back perfectly. Yeah, this is a tight one to call, really. I think. Um, not too sure. Obviously, Berkey's adamant that he was offside. Looked offside from here. I know I'm biased, but I'm gonna. Yeah, that's gonna be my call. The the referee is gonna go and have a chat. Is he gonna have a chat with his assistant? 
No, I think he's telling Jack off for yeah. going over to the lino. Yeah, the referee going to step away. And now the St. Ives fans can taunt the Yellows <laughs> by saying you're not seeing it anymore. Good to hear that anyway. Good atmosphere in here. And now it's St. Ives who take a 2-1 lead then. So we've definitely got a game on our hands. St. Ives certainly have been finding the back of the net well this season. Hitchin like to play their attacking football. I think this, this pattern is hopefully just going to continue. Yeah, I think we just got caught out really. On the, on the counter. Yeah, it's looking to kick back off early and not able to do so. St. Ives running into their half again. Cody Cup Seavers will swing long over the top. There's plenty to mull over for Mark Burke. We will, of course, uh, interview him after the game. And but, yeah, that offside decision or not offside decision will be a talking point. Marek texting in. Shout out to Marek listening at home. Hope he can recover from his illness soon enough. But he's telling Hitchin to focus at the moment. And... Yeah, I mean, to be fair, if he is onside, it's a well-worked goal, that from St. Ives, isn't it? The defence can't, you know, they, they, they'll be harsh on themselves, but that was an, a nice attacking move. Yeah, well won in the midfield, and then I think it was just sort of, they it opened up a little bit. Um, but that's the risk you take with wing-backs, really. Mm. Uh, maybe if there was a four at the back, then that wouldn't have happened. But, you know, we, we want to play attacking football and trust the three centre-halves, really. But he's a little quick lad. And if you slide him in, then he's going to be able, he's going to outrun LB. That's for sure. Mm. Ball long over the top, and Barker taking it down. As is the St. Ives man, and they'll try and keep it in down the left hand side. He's flying forward now. Is Miles Cowling? He's dispossessed. I think he was fouled again by Lewis Barker, who somehow isn't in the book yet. Um, uh, a couple more, and then it'll be. Yeah, you'd think so. Anyway, um, yeah, we we talk a lot about you know Stan Giorgio and Lewis Barker. I know Lewis Barker, Mike Burke likes him as as that physical presence, um, but Stan, a rare spell for him on the sidelines at the moment on the bench. Yeah, I was speaking to his dad before the game. Is obviously he's only 18. Like he's played 40, 50 games at men's football. Mm. Long ball in now. It might test Horlock. You can claim it. He went for the short swirling in the wind there, but Horlock underneath it and makes no mistake. Uh, yeah, he's played 40, 50 games, which is more than any 18-year-old centre-half mm. would pretty much... Morell coming in now. He might have taken a chunk out of his man, but he got enough of the ball as well. Now Cody Cook-Stevens. A bit of an intake of breath from everyone as that <laughs> tackle went in. Flew in. Cody Cook-Stevens back to Edie. You did an excellent one at Bedford. I had to put a clip out of it because we did enjoy that. And now Morell's caught, and he is not happy at all. The linesman was the one who spotted it. A few players will come together and there'll be a little bit of a meeting of minds and some hands in the middle as well. The referee just sorting things out. So that first tackle from Morell and then the St. Iceman's come back for revenge just a couple of seconds later. Yeah, Jack's obviously going to react with a big injury that he had before. Yeah, that and is that true. That tackle will make so you more, nice. yeah, more, more annoyed when that sort of thing happens. We'll, we'll see what the referee will do but yeah as you say left one in on him and was just late there and certainly a response to Morell's heavy tackle on him just a couple of moments earlier so the referee just having a chat with the uh, St. Ives man uh, I think he might yes I think he's got the yellow card out and he does he'll show it to him we'll see who it is when he turns around number, ten, number uh, Hickinson then so three yellows so far already Fresh getting his money worth. <laughs> Absolutely. Get the fine the fine sorted. 
Here's the free kick then, Gouvet. It's right on the far touchline, about 20 yards inside the St. Ives half. Floated into the box, headed by Lewis Barker and over the top. Doesn't get many, but they're normally spectacular <laughs> when he was. That was a, a decent attempt anyway. Kellen Hickinson in the book. So it's been it's all been about set pieces so far, but then the Ando goal, a well-worked move. Shouts are offside, turned down. Tamworth now racing to a 3-1 lead. Layston and Paul run back against uh, Bedford Town. Four minutes left of a very good first half, plus whatever is uh, added on at half-time. Long over the top then goes uh, James Dadge and over Bell, who wisely sees the ball out behind for a, a throw-in. Kitchen fans already, some making their way for it. Half-time refreshment in the clubhouse. Hey, not his best header this time. Back up wide to Bell. Oh, Gouveia might be able to take oh, it down. Oh, the handball going handball. against him. Now that is on the harsh side of handballs. Gouveia seems to be bemused. He, he, he didn't, didn't seem to be looking <laughs> at the ball, to be fair. He's headed it a yard away from him and hit his arm. It's ridiculous how that's a handball. Mm. It's almost the, the Premier League rules that are seeping <laughs> their way through into non-league. Rest thinking their prems. <laughs> <laughs> See, John ain't happy about it. Yep, the most vocal goalkeeping coach, <laughs> as we always talk about. He loves a moan. He does. He does love a moan. I've, I mean, when you've got Horlock in goal, there's no coaching you need to do. <laughs> so you, you can you can focus on other stuff. The ball flicked oh. on again by Edwards, and Bell again defending well, chips the ball away on his left foot, and again out for a... St. Ives throw-in, so St. Ives trying to finish the first half strongly. They lead 2-1, goals from Ando uh, and Tozland with a goal from Hay in the middle. Another header for him. Here's Sneela stripping one over the top. Hay to flick one down. Gouve is making his way down the right. He might get there. He's bundled down to the referee's credit. He's kept on top of things and he's going to book the St. Ives man. Oh, it's the other centre half that got It's Tozland, the goal scorer, the first goal scorer and now... The St. Ives fans lament the ref. So four yellow cards in the first half. <laughs> um, I mean, the Bedford game is more scrappy than this, and we only saw two yellows, I think, and one for Callum Donnelly. Yeah, that one on Gleason, that Gleason did. Yeah, that what didn't go down too well with the, yeah, the Bedford players. So Casey, Sneelis, Hickinson and Toesland all in the book now. Gouveia again has been kicked around a fair bit. Leicester now equalised against Villa. Brentford lead against Southampton. As well, good entertaining afternoon of football. We don't have to talk about the Arsenal score earlier. Cuvea yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lining up the free kick. Might have bought the league now. Don't even go there. Here is Cuvea straight into the yards. first man for Ando. Edie will chip it wide to Cuvea though, so Hitchin will try and continue. Two left of the first half. Cuvea into his left foot, and oh. it was a left-footed ball through. I'm not sure trying to work it into that near post was, was his intended uh, option there. Oh, I think he's just trying to cross it and got yeah. cut off a little bit. You can tell, I, I don't know why nobody even predicts it now, but every time he gets in the ball, he chops someone, so mm. you'd thought that he's defenders would catch on with it, but... Yeah, he's good on both feet, to his credit, Diogo Gouvet. That ball is too long this time from James Dadge. Into the final 90 seconds of a, a, a good first half. Barker back underway then, Bell to his right. Barker might just be looking to hit this as long as he can. He will down the right-hand side uh, and no. just <laughs> over hit. Ashley Hay will take it down. The ball already behind, though, and he throwing for St. Ives. Wolf Church 1, Nuneaton Barra 2 now. St. Ives man just doing a couple of key ups They're happy to close out the first half. Plus, has been a weak spot, conceding a few goals before half-time. Throw down the left-hand side now. Sign, good anticipation from him to come across, put the ball behind. 
Simon had a, such a good start to the season, winning man of the match after man of the match award. Those, one of those bottles of champagne filling up. <laughs> you, you had it last weekend. The match ball sponsors certainly had a few drinks. Oh, we'll yeah. Come yeah, back to that after this attack as Hurd makes his way down. It's out for a hitch and throwing. But, yeah, you certainly deserve that. You got ours as well. Yeah, they they were enjoying themselves last week. Uh, yeah. They made you their favourite player I after know, about know. 60 minutes. It must. Have, someone was injured or something. It was a free kick and they were just chanting number five. And then I think they looked, someone looked at the team sheet and then started sh chanting my name <laughs> afterwards. So... We were meant to be sorting out a sponsorship deal with them, but they were straight in the bar after the game, and we thought maybe they weren't quite in a fit state to, to do it. So well, that, that has been put on hold. Perfect timing to do it. And I can't remember it. Yeah. Just agreed to well, well, you're sponsoring our, our internet today, and we do appreciate that anyway. It's all good. Uh, and for coming on to join me, as the throne will be taken by Morell. Three minutes left of added on time. Cody Cott Stevens back to Jack Morell, uh, who's had a. An entertaining, a lively return to action after a couple of games at Bulldog and playing in, in training, of course, as well. Barker now, former Bulldog Town man, into Idiokoa. The only time in the first half the touch has got away from him. And now a couple of tackles steaming in Idiokoa. Was there a foul from Barker? There was. He still, he still escapes a yellow, but there was all sorts going on in there. Can't see how that, that was a foul. I thought it was fine. So the St. Ives man down. Idiokoa was bundled over as well just afterwards. Brentford double their lead against Southampton. Loads of goals flying in then. We'll get you all of the score lines uh, at half time. So Hurd will take the free kick. It'll be one of the last actions of the first half. It goes low, slip forward and nicely worked into uh, Hickinson. Trying to go wide to Ando. Ando down the line again looking for Hickinson. Barker will... Try and turn away from his man and clear the ball away. Still, though, Hickinson can win it back. He's not given up. Ando now. Sneela steams back in. He's kept the ball in play. And now the St. Ives manager is fuming right in the face of the assistant as well, who was stood right in front of him. Cody cut Stevens now. Ooh, finding Syme. Not a good pass. Syme then stretching to pass back to Lewis Barker. And rare that Lewis Barker's the man. He calms it down, but he just <laughs> diffuses that situation. Back to Charlie Horlock. Hay now heading it down. Sneelis. Heading it down again. Onto his uh, right foot. Bell's making the overlapping run. Sneedless will pick him out. Bell will play the ball back across, but it's too close to Dadge, who can claim it easily enough this time. And that should be that for the uh, first half. Dadge is taking his time over this one. So St. Ives lead by two goals to one. Uh, if you're listening in, hopefully you've enjoyed a, a really good game of football, actually. Two teams looking to attack each other. Definitely been entertaining, that's for sure. Yeah, and you talk about the 3G pitch, how that can, you know, complement teams looking to play their attacking football. I think it has done today. Seen a few long balls, really, whenever they can be avoided. Morel tries to hit it into Gouveia. Lovely control from him. Last act of the first half now. Gouveia just giving that away too easily, though. Michael Richens, the skip of a St. Ives, comes back across. Played up forward into the striker, Edwards. Idia Koa now finding Lane Eady. Back into Kieran Jones. Jones chipping one long, looking for Juvea. Can't quite take it down, and it's cleared away by Milne. And we will still continue then at the end of the first half. That wasn't me, that was playing. I'm on commentary. But, uh, <laughs> who, who was I getting <laughs> confused Jack. with? Jack Morell. Well, it's the number five. <laughs> Blonde haired. That's all right. That will go down in the Shockers compilation <laughs> for the end of the season. Yeah, considering I'm Might here. as well say I'm out there in a bit. <laughs> Edie with the throw in. We've had, we've had far worse than that, to be fair. Edie down the line into 
Jack Sneelis back into Lane Eady. Hitchin are taking their time here. Back into Jack Morell this time. Looking for Hayes in there. And they've all headed away. And that will be half-time. The ref puts the whistle to his lips. And both teams will make their way down into the tunnel uh, for half-time. What will Mark Burke have to say to his side? I don't think there's really much to say, really. Uh, I think we've done well. We just need to take our chances, definitely. Uh, set Try not to give away as many set pieces as we have, giving them quite a few throw-ins and corners. Um, yeah, I don't think he will try and change anything. So St Ives took the lead then uh, fairly early on after just 17 minutes. It was a corner into the box that was uh, flicked down uh, by the big man Edwards and then hammered home by Toesland who was able to get uh, onto the end of it. Hitchin fought back well. They, they started the first half really well as well, I should add. Ashley Hay hit the crossbar early on. Jack Morell had a, a header saved. And it was Hay who was able to bring Hitchin back into the game. Scored the equaliser after Juvea delivered a, a substandard corner, really. It fell at the feet of Sneelis, who was able to bicycle kick it into the box before Hay headed the ball home. You'd have to see it to believe it, really, that work from Jack Sneelis. But it, it was Enoch Ando just two minutes later who was played through. According to the assistant, he was onside was able to run through, take the ball round past Horlock and he, he kept composed. So St Ives have taken their chances so far, but you would not bet against Hitchin in the second half, Kieran. No, definitely not. They, they haven't, I don't feel like they've troubled us a lot. They've had a few set pieces where you, you know, you heart and mouth moment, but other than that, I feel like we're dominating. Uh, had definitely the better chances of the game, but, you know, we there are any chances you've got to take them well I'll let you have a break at half time then um, I'm going to try and play some music if it doesn't work I'm, I'm going to have to keep talking uh, but we'll be back in just under 15 minutes now don't go anywhere welcome back to HCFC Radio Hitchin will make a change at half time then Mark Burke normally doesn't play his cards too early uh, but on this occasion Kieran Jones he has done Finley Wilkinson who scored in the reverse fixture from range has replaced Jack Sneelis yeah like for like change really uh, Finn's very similar player to Jack, a uh, tricky player. He's very young as well. Mm. Uh, plenty. He, he likes to strike the ball from range, doesn't he? He likes to take his shots on early, as Brett Donnelly told us uh, when we, he joined us on Boxing Day for commentary. He's a, a confident player, Finley Wilkinson. And as you say, will offer a similar service to someone like Jack Sneers, but got a few more uh, goals in his locker perhaps as well. Um, I'll run you through some half-time scores. It's the Six Nations... Uh, as well today, I'm sure that we'll have a few listeners interested in that. Wales 10, Ireland 34 uh, in the <coughs> current game. The Premier League, Everton beat Arsenal 1-0. Uh, Aston Villa 2, Leicester 3. Brentford 2, Southampton 0. Goalless between Brighton and Bournemouth. United 1, Palace 0. And Wolves 2, Liverpool 0. Here comes St Ives then uh, for the second half. Their fans trying to uh, G them up for this. Uh, what should be, hopefully, another decent uh, second half of football. The Canaries... Trailing 2-1 at the break and Hitchin uh, uh, going to make that change then. Was an injury with Sneelis or Mark Burke just changing things up? Uh, I think there's something, uh, Jack's belly or something like that, little stomach bug, um, something like that. Probably from his overhead kick. <laughs> yeah, Doesn't usually do that, but, yeah. um, you know, made a decision, told, obviously told Berkey and the lads that he's not feeling 100%. Don't want to be racing down to the toilet in the second half no. when they're out, when they're out points up for grabs. Yeah, as the floodlights are just switched on, so it's starting to get a little darker here in Cambridgeshire. Yeah, uh, Westwood Road. St Ives are going to get us back underway then for the second half. Your prediction out of a 2-0 hitching win and out the way nice and early. I like <laughs> you, you are backing your defenders for a clean sheet. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I did think 2-1, but then I thought, you know, got to back them for a clean sheet. But Yeah, it's an Ivesy lead 2-1 then, but there's still plenty up for grabs in this game as Miles Cowling gets us back underway, then hitch will kick from right to left as their fans have made their way uh, up towards the other end. Still plenty queuing for food at the moment at half-time, coming out with... Plenty of beverages from the clubhouse as well. This time the flag does go off against Ando. Of course, fatally it didn't in the first half when he ran through and scored the goal that separates these two sides uh, as things stand. Horlock will pick the ball up then uh, for the Hitchin uh, free kick. He's got Jack Morell in close. It'd be good for you, I suppose, Kieran, to have him on your near side, assess how he plays and yeah, see, how, see how he's looking. See, Try and see if he sees the same passing lines. Mm. Headed away now by Ashley Hay and Idi Yakoa forward up to Gouveia. Now into Goldie Cup Stevens, oh. just prods it forward to Wilkinson, turns. He's going to look to go for Goldie, goes wide instead though to Bradley Bell. It's just over here, Bell back across and then it's cleared away. Only as far as Goldie Cup Stevens, down for Idi Yakoa, deflected. Oh. I thought that might have been travelling a bit more than it did. Gouveia hangs the ball up looking for Hay and again it's there at the back post for Bradley Bell, but it's well defended for Baker. Well, Idi Yakoa had a bit of time to plant that shot there. Yeah, I think he tried just placing it rather than trying to smash it which is probably the right thing to do but they blocked it so Hitchin as they like to do coming out of the bo blocks quickly at the start of each half St Ives are undone at the start of each half and they're 2-2-1 defeat to Townworth and what was on the whole an encouraging defensive display there's certainly plenty for Hitchin to get at here with Ashley Hay but the ball cleared away now Jack Morell is going to have a go here and it's low along the ground and blocked by a St Ives man Cordy Cut Stevens now and he's giving it away cheaply there. And then he's come in for the injured Stephen Gleeson. Now it's played through just to, to overhit by Hickinson. Charlie Morlock is always quick of his line. Brings the ball down. Finds Toby Symes. So a good start by the Canaries after the break. Mark Burke normally quite assured and calm, I've heard, in the in the changing room at half-time. Yeah, it's not... It was only... A, God, it's... Confident. Hey, flicking one through. Oh. Wilkinson running through in the keeper. Again, quick of his line. No, there's only a few times where Berkey's lost his head. Mm. Um, and I don't think, after that first half performance, I don't think it no. he would have lost his head after that. Um, I think it would have been like, very composed and positive about the team. And just just to start quick, really. Yeah, plenty to work with anyway. Hitchin still have the likes of Josh Allen, the striker on loan from Luton, on the bench. And Steve Cawley as well, back from injury. Yeah, we've got lots of depth now on the bench. And even outside of the squad so it's definitely tough competition places yeah. now Malachi Black Kai Teal Dempsey Thomas all starting at their respective uh, respective dual registration clubs that uh, means that any of them can be called upon if injuries uh, do occur if they're needed by Mark Burke he's got a network of contacts as well he knows, he knows you know, he knows where the what good clubs are to to send send the players to Edie Heading the ball forward now. Hay trying to take it down. Idiokoa. He could have the key in the second half. Hay just penalised here. Shoots an angry look towards the referee, but that'll be all that is said. And a free kick then for St. Ives. So three minutes gone in the second half. Still 2 1 to the home side. Ives looking to get back to winning ways. Hitchin, if they avoid defeat here, will have a nice five game unbeaten run in all competitions. We'll just have a look on the league table. Some really um, entertaining games going on elsewhere. Some incredible results so far, such as Russell Olympic 6, Redditch United 1. Good defending in there from Finley Wilkinson. He's got that to his game. He'll, he'll come back. He can scrap and he can help out the defence. And he was brought down there. I think he's asking for further punishment. Yeah, it's at number 10 again. 
obviously the yellow card in the first half with the kick out of Jack, but yeah, that that would be why then. He would have been watching closely one. in the first half. Hickinson then in the book. So as things stand, Hitchin will drop to seventh as Ilkeston uh, are winning. Colville lead Rushton and Diamond. So that yeah, the gap from Hitchin to the playoffs will get wider. Unfortunately, we did dare to dream, but those games in hand just make things even more difficult. And you know, we know we know Colville are, are a good side as Morel looks to switch. Lovely ball. That's that's one of yours to be Been fair. Out to Bradley earlier, Bell. Yeah. <laughs> Very. You can see why I do get you mixed up at times because that was almost identical. Something you always like to do is switch the play. Morel. This time into Edie. It's come central by to Gouveia. Down the left-hand side. Ando trying to get near him, but he's not able to do so. Gouveia one way or then the other. Then back heels the ball out to Lane Edie. Delivers the cross. Oh Keeper's not sure about it. Oh. Oh, he's headed it into the back of Bell. Or was it the other way around? And then Edie Akoa goes down oh. in the box. Big shouts for a penalty. Mark Burke is livid. Was there enough there? We saw Snealis book for diving in the penalty area in the first half, but there, there was contact on Idi yeah, did push him in the back. It would have been a soft one, but, mm. you know, it's still a push in the back, really. If that was outside the box, it's a foul, so don't see why it can't be given inside the box. Kings Langley have equalised. Leon Chambers, uh, the assist. I know he started the season here. We never really heard where he went, but Kings Langley has ended up at anyway. Barker heading it down. Yeah, hard for him to get to this team, the amount of central midfielders we've got, and we're never quite able to break through in the end. The former Oxford United man. Um, Barker down at the moment, but he, he never he never needs treatment if he can avoid it, Lewis Barker. <laughs> tries to tries to get back up and continue and he'll be he able got to Elbert do so in the face. Yeah. Hopefully he's made him better looking. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, if you can, if you missed any of this commentary, or if you're going to, you can listen back on the Canary Club podcast. Should be up sometime tomorrow, so just search for the Canary Club podcast uh, wherever you get your podcast. And we'll, I'll interview Mark Burke after this game as well. That'll be up across my social media uh, later on this evening. Throw in now for St Ives. Then six minutes gone in the second half. Hitchin continued in their attacking flow but have nothing to show for it so far they trail by two goals to one sign now doing battle with Edwards who for the most part are hitching have been able to keep relatively quiet Morel now trying to make things happen playing the ball through but nothing's going to come of that and the ball played all the way back into goalkeeper uh, Dadge who hits long nicely taken down by Ando and Morel will deflect that ball behind then for a throw in the referee just making sure it's taken in the right place. The St. Ives fans not quite synchronised in their chanting. It's not <laughs> the most beautiful thing you'll hear all day. But like a bunch of whales singing. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. So it could be some sort of ritual almost. <laughs> but yeah, it's a kind of howl as Coldy Seamus tries to clear straight into the back of Edwards and it will fall now for Hickinson down the right-hand side up against Toby Syme. To cross one in and out for a corner kick where they were deadly in the first half. Which will need to be on the money here. Let's see who goes over to take it down on the right hand side. It'll be in your dreams tonight, that chant. <laughs> Peter Resports now do <laughs> lead practically, yeah. <laughs> will be Heard, who's the set piece specialist with a ball in hand or at his feet, he raises one arm in the air, normally indicating, as you say, that near post ball. Yeah, Everyone's in the six-yard box, at, apart from Enoch Ando is in the, on the edge of the box. Here is the corner then, left-footed, deep towards the back post, free header, back across goal and just wide. 
St. Ives has a few players with hands in their heads. That wasn't far away, and Hitchin were, no. were still. They all anticipated the ball into the six-yard box, and instead it was to the edge of it. And they were able to head the ball down. Well, St. Ives have had the third lowest uh, average home attendance in the league this season. There's certainly a good crowd in here uh, today. We'll bring you the attendance numbers uh, as we get them. Horlock then raises one arm in the air, and all uh, red today. You know, no, no crowd numbers yet, but they've averaged about 224. So there's definitely a few more hitching. Have brought fans down in good numbers as well. All evade the journey down by Cart. Edie now coming across to deal with Got the beating of him for pace. Edie just stands firm. Those able to put the challenge in before Morel can clear. Up towards Gouvea. Big header away. And a foul uh, committed by Paddy Casey, who is on a yellow. Mark Burke, I think, annoyed with Jack Morel, perhaps. I don't know if you were able to hear any of what he's saying, <laughs> but Morel, of course, coming back into the team. Uh, I think it was just because he wanted him to play short. Yeah. Um, Charlie, Charlie makes the decision at the end of the day. Um, yeah, 50-50 now, but again, no one seems no to want to claim it. So, yeah. But they've, they've announced that about five or six times now. No one's coming forward. Here's Lane Eady then. So Casey has a number of players here who could come close to receiving another yellow card, whether it's their first or the second of the afternoon. So St. Ives perhaps learning off a couple of subs as well as Edie delivers the long ball in, headed away, then dealt with by Hickinson. Edie again on the halfway line, long to Hay. Nice control, Wilkinson takes it off him. Wilkinson onto his left foot, and it was well defended by a St. Ives man. Good to see someone like Finley Wilkinson come off the bench and link ups nicely. Straight away, he tries to spread the ball to Idiokoa. Space for him on the edge of the box, works the ball onto his left foot. Back onto his right, it's Idiokoa. It's a good block by Miles Cowling. Now Morel again, back in field, just trips over. Cordy caught Stevens then with an ambitious long ball into Lewis Barker. And Bell can't quite keep the ball in play. It will oh, trickle into the back in. of the net anyway. But maybe not quite the option there for Cody Cut Stevens. But Idiokoa picking up some space in and around the box, waiting for his first hitching goal. This could be a good chance for it. Yeah, he probably could have scored a couple at Russia a couple of weeks back. Yeah, he was brilliant uh, in that yeah, game, wasn't he? Had he had a few chances. That was when he moved, I think that was his debut actually. Yeah, the uh, debut uh, wing right back, wing but back, yeah. Definitely. Uh, Mike Burke's got an eye for a versatile player, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just because. Uh, at Luton he plays right side of the diamond mm. um, so it's very similar the game that we were playing at Russell our wing backs were sort of you know midfielders rather than you know we weren't a back five it was rather a back three and then with the midfield four mm. so it was sort of trying to help hope that he'd come inside but he's much better in yeah. centre mid in the middle he can drop in and support Gleeson I, re I remember talking to versatile players Matt Maloney being here when he was <laughs> you know yeah. pivoted as a centre back and stuck up front and didn't work for a few games and I asked Mark but why and he said well he played you know he played in the under 10s for Luton up front and I was thinking really is that all you've got and then the, <laughs> yeah. the next game he scored a brace against Leicester and we went fair enough but yeah. he's got an, he's certainly got an eye for it as Hay flicks on through looking for Wilkinson cleared up in the air and then Cody cut Stevens back across. Rare start for him now with the form Steve Gleason's been in. Edie now. Wilkinson making his way into the box. Edie goes back to Cody cut Stevens. Tries to return the favour that's poor. Ashley Hay onto the ball long into the box. They might get another crack though. Edie and Edie Akoa link up again. It's taken away from him. And now Guvea. St. Ives man down there is Enoch Ando. Still Guvea. Tries to cut Ooh. in. It was three players in and around him in the yeah. end. He were just able to keep it in. Has that hit St. Ives man last? No, they oh. kept the ball in play anyway. 
And that's a nice bit of skill under pressure. But again, it's given away. Hitchener really piling on the pressure here. Every time St. Ives clear the ball coming back their way. 12 gone in the second half. It still is Hitchin who trail. It's still an encouraging display by the Canaries. Oh, side. Flank just going up there. The ball in the hands of uh, Dadge anyway. I think we're talking about versatile players. Laurie Marsh. Yeah. He played everywhere. I remember my first, first well, last year really. Uh, centre half, right mm. mid, left mid, centre mid, up front. I think he played right back probably for a game as well. Uh, yeah, I think I think in the end he was almost thinking. I'm, I don't think he enjoyed playing centre back. <laughs> no. Um, but he, but the, the, the unfortunate thing for him was he was doing a really good job there. And of course him and um, Alex have gone back to Biggleswade. I've seen them who are having a really good season by yeah, the way at step know. four. So uh, a club they've got a lot of fond memories uh, with. But yeah, um, to be fair, I won't miss commentating on twins. I'm bad <laughs> enough already, but I will not miss that. We had those twins and then the Brown brothers, Luke yeah. and Alex. So it was a difficult season there. Oh, Alex, unfortunately, done his done his knee. Oh, good ball. Morel looking to switch. Bell will run on to the end of it and he had kept it in play, to be fair, but the ball claimed by so Dad. Shot. so quick. Yeah, I, did, I didn't know that about Al. Well, we, I wish him all the best. and Yeah, we do miss him and Luke there. Bubbly characters, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Goal, uh, ball in the hands of Dadge then. But, yeah, Bell picking up the pace, to be fair. Coming in for uh, Jack Green. Not a player we'd have expected to be used at right wing back at the when he came in at the start of the season. But he's made that position his own after Green's departure. Nice turn here. And it's chipped over the top. Morell defending to do against Ando. And Morell will put the ball behind for a... A corner, so we'll see what routine St. Ives will come come up with this time then. I can see Jack Sneal is just talking to one of the St. Ives coaches, so but he's holding his stomach anyway. Yeah. I wonder if it was a, a dodgy lunch or something. Corner again then to be taken uh, by Johnny Hurd. So Idi Akura's loan deal, the latest we've heard from Luton, has been extended to the 6th of February. So technically this is his last game in yellow and green. I will go and ask Mark Burke about this after the... The game as well, see if they'll be using an extension. I'm sure Hitchin would love to have him permanently. Here's Johnny Hurd then with the corner. Who's down, just pulls his socks up. Up again and delivers it in and that's his worst of the afternoon to be fair. And there was a foul in there already. Cody Stevens heading the ball away. Plenty of youngsters behind Charlie Horlock's goal. Supporting St. Eyes back there. Kings Langley now taking a lead at Needham Market. Everything's happening now this afternoon. Long now over the top. Wilkinson trying to run on again. The header straight by down to Diogo Gouvea. Bearing down the edge of the box. Back onto his right foot. And he just couldn't quite wrap his foot around the ball. And it's wider that far post. But he's able to cut in. And that's just what he can do. Yeah, it was all just a lump forward really from Jack. But it was a dangerous swerving and everything. And uh, their centre-half didn't deal with it. And that's what we need to do. I don't, I don't really see them. The centre-half bullying Ash mm. in the air. Um, as long as we get on second balls then... Yeah, a shot from range chances. feels like that could be likely because every time, as you say, the second ball's hitching a right onto it, racing on. And now the yellow card against the goalkeeper for a bit of time-wasting. So that is certainly a statement from didn't the even, ref. Didn't even give him a chance, really. No. It was, not, it was his first one, really, that he's time-waste. Um. So the fourth St. Ives player to go into the book as well as a former St. Ives player, Jack Sneelis, who's now off the park, though, with that stomach bug. Uh, Stanbridge 1, Basewood United nil. So a lot of St. Ives players being very careful. 
And they'll make their way forward now with Ando. Score their all-important second goal into the box up against Simon, who's got to be careful. In the end, Simon as well, standing his ground behind for a corner again. Yeah, I don't think St. Ives want to get too... I think if they get six yellow cards or something like that, they could, they'd, they'd get a fine or something from the league. A club fine. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, been a while since I've seen that. There were a couple of uh, occasions maybe last season. but Well, we was close with Kings Langley on... Yeah, know, a few... It was Boxing Day, was it? Yeah. yeah that a few. They, had, they probably should have had more, really, but bounce with the ball. Different set piece now. All the little signals... And everyone racing in from the edge of the box is entertaining this. And it's towards the back post. Had Good to be headed that. away and was by Toby Syme. And now Bell coming down. And that's the thing. You can spot the little signs that he's making, but you don't know what that means necessarily. Yeah. Now we know. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. We've got ours, haven't we? The one, yeah. the man comes across to the to the near post. It's still, I think I've only seen a score from it once, but it's yeah, all about Steve getting Cawley that final finish yeah. once. Yeah, Cooley chipping one in. Uh, so Hickinson, who is one of those in a yellow, is going to come off. And it's going to be the number 17 uh, to come on. We'll get confirmation on that when it's done over the tannoy. But I think it's Higgs, potentially. So Kellen Hickinson, who's in a decent game, will be replaced. And Kieran Higgs uh, will come on. The man born not far from here in Cambridge. And Hickinson, a warm round of applause from the St Ives fans as he... And makes his way off the attacking midfielder. Don't look too happy about it, does he? No. He's on, on loan from Peterborough United, signed earlier this month for a promising player. So Higgs, who... Give uh, it Jack. There you go. Yeah, Jack Morrell now. So Mark Burke telling him not to play the long ball. He does, though. <laughs> Looking to go wide. I'm sure they won't mind that one as Bell heads it down to Hay. Still Ashley Hay, Bell making the overlapping run. Hay tries to cross one in. Wilkinson will try and take the ball down. Wide to Bell again. Steadies himself, crosses it in. Idi Cohen nodding it down. It's got to be easy. Oh, oh what a sitter that is. He's blasted it over the crossbar. Oh, it was oh, deflected. But I still think it had enough momentum to go over the bar anyway. So like Edie might have got away with one by claiming that was deflected, but he had to score. It's like he had too much time. What an opportunity at the back post for Lane Edy. Rashford's got a second, yes. Uh, first, sorry, he assisted the first. Captained him in my fantasy team, so I get something there. But <laughs> what a chance for Lane Edy. His first goal back in the Hitchin Colours. Here's, Edie, here's uh, Gouveia. Edy Okoa on the edge of the box, goes for the flat delivery. It's headed away easily by Baker. Now Bell tries to make his way through. He's going to go oh. for goal. And that has cleared the net behind the goal. And it's <laughs> and up the into trees. the trees. So both are Hitchin's wingbacks. They're putting in a, a shooting masterclass at the moment. Edie firing over from about five yards out and then Bell from about 40 yards out. What was that kick? You injured yourself in training shooting. We're going to leave it to the experts up front now. Yeah, let them do it. To be fair, Morel did have a, a good effort in the first half. He likes to hit them from range. That screamer against Barwell on the opening day was magnificent on his debut. So it's still 2-1 to St. Ives. The game seems to be flying along at some speed. 65 minutes have been played now. Cody got Stevens heading it down. A rare touch, really, for striker Edwards. He's got 21 goals in all comps this season. Wide now to Ando. Morel standing firm, and Morel blocks well. Um, I thought he had, I think. Is the referee giving a, a goal kick? Barker was down. Bedford are now equalised. They were 2-0 up against Leicester. Leicester are now 3-2 up, and then Bedford have pulled another one back. Morel over the top now. 
Looking for Rushley Hay. Good strong header away by Milne. And then Idi Akoa straight up in the air. Just becoming a little bit scrappy now. Edie trying to work his way through. And now Charlie Hall up back there. Marrick has texted in saying he's triple captained Rashford. Oh. Seeing that double game week. So he has done well. Morell. Again looking to chip long for Hay. The nice man backpedalling. And then Idi Akoa just fell over really. But oh, as a referee. How is that? No, he's oh. given it. I think he just saw he, he, he got his arm he got his arms mixed up. I don't know between his left and right. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a foul against Yeah, Dan, no, it did look like Dan was fouled. I didn't be surprised that's given the other way. So Givea will take it. About ten yards away from the edge of the box. Hitchin are gonna make another change here though in the meantime. Rare for Mark Burke to make this many. Looks like Rio's gonna come on. Mm. Just run back in. Another person who can run at players. Rio de Silva's lost his place in the side to Lane Edies. A more attacking wing back. Guver then chipping the ball in towards the back post. Over Ash. Wilkinson Hay heading oh. it down. And I think it's past that near post and behind for a goal kick. If it was going to be anyone, it would be him. Sees a head it headed back across, really. Yeah. It was headed down into the ground. Sometimes I'll bounce up and over the keeper, but. The delivery, I mean, Gouvea has assisted so many of his goals now with those set pieces. Mm. I mean, sometimes they can be frustrating and other times they're just what we <laughs> ask for. Yeah. It's, either, it's either inch perfect or yeah. nowhere near it. Another long kick from Dadge and he's lost his radar of the kicking. Long throw now for Hitchin, headed away well as De Silva gets ready to come on. He is a player who will be keeping warm on the bench. He's taking all his layers off now to get ready to come into the action. Throwing then for St. Ives again. I don't know if Diago's limping a little bit or... Mm. Yeah, because could, that could be where he comes on in his more natural position or it could be on Verdi uh, at left wing back. St. then under the Westwood Road floodlights taking that ball down the left-hand side. It's taken down. Going to work it onto his right foot on the edge of the box. The Ives unbeaten on their last three games here at Westwood Road. Turning away from Guvea is Casey, the former Rushton man, back into the midfield, chipped out wide as he stayed on side, he has, Ando is in again, oh he's lost, he's yeah. almost took a fan's <laughs> head off there, <laughs> he's just dived out the way, I think again that could have been a, an offside flag going up, so it is a silver to come off, so some of the shooting here has been all over the place, and it is going to be Edie uh, who is replaced, so uh, Rio de Silva and Edie is on the near touchline already, uh, his race has run of course he's still you know you feel with Edie coming back to full fitness after what happened with Harlow Town and Rio will provide a lot of energy coming on yeah with us 2-1 down we need to bring on a bit more bit more attacking options now and obviously with that miss that he had yeah 68 minutes to go it's never nice coming off when your last involvement was, was something like that when you have blasted one over the bar and you have to ponder over that for the rest of the game and the rest of the week until oh, you can get back, back out there Morel who started this one well strange one for you I guess because you know that, that could be your position up for grabs yeah, watching him now no, it's, it's a weird feeling to watch healthy competition yeah definitely a healthy competition but you know Jack he's had a good game today mm. um, so can't really, can't really fault his performance at the moment. Yeah, and, and the good thing is as well, he looks fully fit. You know, there's not been any doubt over that as he goes in, shoulder barges his man. Now Barker winning the ball back strongly. Morel prodding wide to Rio de Silva. Guvea's just That's kept it in. He tried to back heel it in. The linesman said we could play on anyway. Casey, good tackle in from de Silva. Casey's got away from him though. Now Morel again, just clipped by uh, Enoch Ando. And he's kicked them all away. Then, yeah, he then compounds his case for a yellow card as 
Parks now is his turn on the dugout to <laughs> get annoyed. But Ando is going to escape a yellow card this time around. All happening. A good game of football for your first commentary anyway. Not a bad one. It feels like we've you know, barely had a moment to sit or think of anything else to talk about. It's been, been going on. Yeah, it's been a, a good entertaining game. And you feel it's could, one that could go down to the wire. Hitching will continue to pile on the pressure. But, of course, you have it in the back of your mind. The, that risk of being counter-attacked. A third goal you feel might well kill this game off. Late enough in the match. 21 minutes left. Cody caught Stevens now. Back to Charlie Horlock. Was rounded well by Ando for that second goal. Horlock up to Holdy Cut Stevens. Across to Barker on his left foot. Over the head of Wilkinson. Cleared away. Idiokoa can't take it down. He can now. Trying to head it wide. And then Ando doing battle. Simon then heads away. Idiokoa heads it straight to the man. It's flicked back in. But luckily Barker was able to anticipate. Knocks the ball back into Charlie Horlock. And now Lewis Barker can come forward. Barker slipping the ball oh. through. He's giving it straight away. And Hitcher might just be in trouble here. St. Ives making their way down the left. And that's a real waste by Tyrone Baker. Not quite sure what he was doing there. Trying to make his way down the left. Getting a bit long ball now. Yeah, it is flicked on now. Wilkinson, who scored Hitchin's equaliser in the reverse fixture. But Hitchin losing 1-0 here last season. So a goal from former Canary, Uriah Gordon-Douglas. Good header away now by Toby Syme. And another throw in then for St. Ives, who, whether consciously or not, are starting to gradually slow the game down. They're going to make another change uh, here as well. And Tyrone Baker, after, the, after that oh. moment there, was oh, looking to come off. They, the f yeah, their assistant coach had the, <laughs> the board up and he wasn't it, happy. Yeah, <laughs> St. Ives are just trying to play their football now. The ball played back into Dange. A little test of his footwork here. Oh, and he's not mm. quite past it as well. It was a tackle from Ashley Hay, but luckily for Dodge, the ball fell in the direction of St. Ives. Syme heading the ball away now. Good flick on by De Silva. Again, Idiokoa does battle with Paddy Casey, and now oh, De Silva can come down the left-hand side. He's got three in the middle as well. Still Rio De Silva, just makes the wrong decision, though. He's still got it. Hay on the edge of the box, trying to cut it back. Needed a man on call there. And now St. Ives will counter-attack. Up, oh, trying wow. to go past the halfway line. Barker just stands firm as Baker is about to be withdrawn. Tumbles to the ground. Now Bradley Bell crossing the ball in. Big header away there by Tozeland. And then the shot oh, from Wilkinson is blocked. Yeah. Straight into the crowd of bodies. Good strength now from Baker. Who will eventually clear only as far as Bell. Now Cody Hot Stevens. St. Ives having nothing of the possession at the oh, moment wide now to Rio de Silva can he take on Casey he can onto his left foot and Casey puts the ball behind right plenty of score lines quickly Russell 7 Redditch United Jesus. 1 Casemiro sent off for Man United oh uh, for a, a bit of a scrap I've heard from Marek Wolves 3 Liverpool 0 <laughs> as Baker comes off and it's Gregory Casaboni I think to come on for Tyrone Baker then. The Greg Casaboni, the man from uh, born in Zimbabwe. Started out with uh, Northampton Town as well. And he will replace uh, Tyrone Baker who scored the uh, scored the first goal in that reverse fixture. Returning from suspension after a red card uh, as it was in that game. Here's the corner for Gouveia then. This time in the left hand side. No signals from him. He's just bending down as the referee again has to sort things out in the box. Can be frustrating when you're waiting to 
take that corner anyway. Guevara again will just pick up the ball, readjust it. And you have too much time to think now. Same when, when it's a penalty in this sort of situation. Guevara then looks up. It's a deep delivery. Space for the silver at the back post, but it's headed away by St. Ives' man. Coldy got Stevens onto the second ball. 17 minutes left here at Westwood Road. Bell dinking the ball in. Barker was underneath it. Still the Canaries trail by just the single goal. 2-1 to St. Ives. Idiokoa now making his way through. He's been excellent. Still going. And again, that final touch is just won by the St. Ives man. Keep and they in. can clear away for Toby Sign to have a throw in. Feels like something's something's going to happen surely for the hitch. And St. Ives are, are all backs against the wall at the moment. Just got to keep, keep that momentum going. Syme now to Silva into the box now for Wilkinson back to Rio de Silva onto his right oh, foot and the shot from. blocked up in the air they have been really good in some of these crucial defensive moments St Ives have just about managed to come out on top they've been throwing themselves at the ball at times yeah big lumps at the back protecting dodging goal you're on the edge of your seat now Kieran it's sort of that those nervy last 15 yeah. minutes where you know it's make or break for this game. Looks like Josh is coming on. Yeah, for a debut then, Josh Allen, one of Hitchens. Only Luton Town connections. Guvea, just with a cursory look over towards the dugout, wondering if his number's going to be up. But he's one of those, if he can continue, you want to keep him on there. His race has not run today. Yeah, you never know. Never know, he can come up with a bit mm. of magic out of nowhere, really. Even if it's just keep him on and he can, you know, with those set pieces, he's able to deliver. Here's the number 17 there, making his way through. Uh, Higgs, back to his fellow sub, Casaboni. Too easy, though, for Jack Morell and Rio da Silva uh, to combine. Sorry, it was Bradley Bell who came out all the way onto the left-hand <laughs> side. Doing his defending. So another throw in for St. Ives. Their coach, Ricky Mahinek, are happy to slowly hand the ball back to his man. St. Ives will take their time. They're going to line up the long throw, and then it's going to be Johnny Hurd uh, once again for the home side. Left back, he was promoted with Peter Resports last season. Long throw in. It's oh, taken down. Or it could be an opportunity, and it is always wide of the mark. Probably St. Ives' only chance in the entire second half. And they've put it wide. Don't know who was not marking back post there. I could hear Toby screaming who's marking six at the back post. Um. Yeah, absolute free opportunity. Could have had a, another touch almost. So Josh Allen will replace uh, Josh Coldy Cot Steven. So an attacking move from the Canaries, Kieran. Yeah, dropping Finn back into midfield. Getting Dan and Finn in midfield. Just trying to give a bit more mm. options going forward. Well, I can tell you this, Kieran and the listeners, Josh Allen makes his debut for Hitchin. He scored on his debut on loan at Cray Wanderers. Can he do the same again? The Canaries could do with a goal now. They still trail by two goals to one. Redditch have pulled back a second. They trail 7-2 to Russia Olympic, who are flying this season, having a, a good campaign. Wilkinson heading away. Man. Yeah, absolutely. It's almost a midfield two now. Idiokoa dropping in, and he's fouled. Oh, and over there. The referee is going to go to his pocket. And That's da not a Daniel Idiokoa. I think he had no choice really there but to, to take out his man. And he is going to be punished by uh, the referee. As they remind the 50-50 draw again. <laughs> give, give them a, surely you can pick another ticket out, can't you, at this point? 
That's what I mean. They've called it about eight times now, so... <laughs> Tell you what, if you've gone home, if you're a St. Ives fan, you've gone home and you're listening and you bought a 50-50 early, you'd be kicking yourself. You turn back around and come yeah, back. Yeah, you've got to. They're giving you a second chance. Richards then stands over the ball. 13 minutes to go. Palace have pulled one back now against the 10 men of Manchester United. Colville free, Rushton and Diamonds nil. 4-3 now to Layston. Cracker of a game at the Irie then. Richards the captain. Again the referee. Uh, blows his whistle. Oh, it's teasing for Charlie Horlock. He's done well there. It was always curling away from him, but he elected early to come out and try and claim, and he was able to. Long over the top now. Unconvincingly dealt with by Cowling. Allen is straight hot on his heels, and Allen has just fouled him there after his first involvement. Cowling, all he was trying to do there was just try and win that free kick, and he was able to do so. What have you seen of Josh Allen in training then? Well, I've, I've, he wasn't there Monday because uh, he played in the development game against Luton, so he was there last Thursday. And yeah, he's 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 very similar sort of player to like Diago, Jack, Rio, Finn, mm. where you know he's very tricky. Bell has tried to oh. lob the goalkeeper who's <laughs> running all the way back across, and needs to go to the gym more yeah, for those legs. That would have taken qu something quite special. It was almost one last night from Mitrovic, who was on the Chelsea game. But, yeah, Alan, 19-year-old, had a bit of non-league experience already. Returned from a loan spell at Isthmian League. High Flyers, Cray Wanderers, as I say, scored in his debut there. And, like yourself, was part of the Luton set-up, joining them at under-12 level. Strong connection between Hitchin Town and their championship uh, friends. Here is Alan, then. Nice turn. Mm. Wilkinson's in the box, and Alan just overrun it. Wilkinson frustrated as well. And now Bell come in, good strength from him. We just mentioned him in the gym, but he's done well there to bundle like his man up the <laughs> Skip leg day, as the phrase goes. Idiot uh, Gleason, sorry, Gouveia coming. I don't know how I always get Gouveia and Gleason confused. They couldn't be more different <laughs> as Hay brings the ball down. Wilkinson's in the middle. Hay's just gone all the way back into defence. He was just pushed in the back as well for the fun of it from Mill. And now the referee. Maybe pulled back that foul from Mill, yeah. I think, perhaps. And Hitchin will have a free kick. We're into the final 11 minutes. Idiokoa. Canary still just trying to play their football the right way, and you've got to give credit to them for that. Whenever they can, take on the man they can. Giveaia trying to head one through. No one on the end of it. Alan, I suppose you tell Alan now, you've just got to run and run and run. Put that defence under pressure. Yeah, you always just say to the attackers, just gamble. Mm. But then again, it's... Uh, very difficult to gamble something like that. Yeah, no one really on the end of that. The ball, again, right up in the air from the goal kick. Nicely taken down by De Silva. Is it a good impact? It's coming on. Guvea trying to skill away from his man. And then De Silva comes steaming back in. Up against Casaboni. He's going to go all the way back to the keeper. The referee giving the free kick Hitchens way. I'm a little bit amused as to that, but as a Hitchens what? fan, I don't mind. 50 of you tuning in. Thank you all for joining myself and Kieran this afternoon. What? He's giving it to them now. Oh. He's he yeah, his, ar his arms are going in different directions this afternoon. Doesn't know between his left and right. Yeah. He's flashed the wrong indicators <laughs> on a number of times. And now he's going to have a word of Diogo Gouveia, who's uh, strapping around his left wrist has just become undone, and he's doing that up. He might just take it off anyway and go without it, but he's had that on for the whole season, really, since he joined. Yeah, they copied me from last year when I did it. <laughs> Louis Suarez, I always say, I remember him having it on as Finley Wilkinson tries to pick the gap in defence, but 
Bringing in a more deeper role. We have a local lad is Wilkinson as well from Cambridge and played for Histon last season, not too far away. Here's De Silva making his way down the left, tries to play the ball. It's just that final ball that can be the issue of De Silva yeah, at times. Yeah, they're doubling up a lot of times. Yeah, Idiokoa again battling in there. He is a strong character. Syme now back to Horlock. Ten minutes left. Can Hitchin get something out of this game at Westwood Road? Or succumb to a third consecutive defeat at St Ives' home ground. Taken down now by Casaboni. The defence is just starting to open up for Hitchin as well. If St Ives can get on the counter-attack and try and kill the game off, this man might be able to do that. Edwards, good clearance away by Syme though. Now some space for Allen to oh. run into. It's just taken down. Bounced away from him for Tosland who... It's long and Casaboni's got some space. Hitching a stretch at the back now. Casaboni down the right. De Silva comes across. Casaboni's ball in is poor. And Jack Morell almost with a tame header down. It's then flicked forward by St. Iceman. Juvea, lovely ball across to Bell. Read that really well. Picked up Bradley Bell. Bearing down forward and he had plenty of options up there. But he's taken too long and run straight into trouble. Back to Johnny Hurd then. St. Ives are just defending whenever they can and again trying to go on the counter Ando playing it through now the flag does go up we got lucky with that offside perhaps in the first half did St. Ives and this time they are pulled up for it plenty to mull over with Mark Burke after this game anyway Wilkinson now back to Toby Syme long up and over the top and not really what Hitchin fans will want to see that sort uh, of pass it was just a bit Getting a bit desperate now, mm. uh, especially on Hitchin's side. Obviously, lads probably feel the pressure of the the game ending soon, the next five ten minutes, and then. Mm. Well, you made the point in the first half about how Park said, you know, if you don't take your chances early, you might not get the same ones. Well, we have had some in this second half. Yeah, I guarantee that's what he'll say after the game, <laughs> just saying about those chances that we have missed, um, not taken, and hopefully it doesn't cost us the game, but it might cost us the game if we don't. Good Don't sliding tackle there from Toby Sign behind for another St. Ives throw in. And the Ives fans in good voice now. A couple of defeats for them, but importantly, they were able to hold firm and pick themselves up after those losses against league leaders Tamworth and then Leyston. And their, their adventures in the first half are going to be enough by the looks of things, unless Hitch can come up with that elusive goal to see them over the line here at Westwood Road against the Canaries once again. Here's Horlock Long, headed away, and then Idiokoa back over the top. St. Ives can just see it behind. Four upcoming away games in a row, Kieran, for St. Ives. Redditch United, Stratford, Allchurch and Colville, <laughs> all before they host Barwell. So a bit of a road trip now coming up. Yeah, it's not fun. Especially all of those fixtures. Yeah. Hitchin have Stourbridge at home. Colville away on Valentine's night, Tuesday the 14th. And then home games against Nuneaton the following Saturday. And then a Monday night game against uh, Barwell. With the uh, two recently postponed games, uh, Colville and Barwell both rearranged. Both for a uh, 7.45 uh, kickoff. Here comes Knives again down the right-hand side. It's nicely worked. But behind for a Hitchin throw-in. Jack Morell to take then. What have you made of his game then? Coming back, first game since uh, August when the sun was shining. He, he's done okay today, hasn't he? And yeah, he, he looks fully fit well. and back ready to go. I think he's done good good today. I think, oh, bloody hell. Toby Simando late in on him. Enoch Ando, one of those not to be on a yellow card. It was a late tackle, but Sim also had to be careful. Yeah. 
No, but yeah, Jack, Jack's played well today. Mm. Um, I think I think he hasn't looked, you know. Idiokoa dispossessed on the halfway line. St. Ives can drive forward now with Michael Richens. Across to Greg Casaboni. Early ball back across goal and it's flashed wide. Not uh, a shot or across. And now the yellow card uh, late will go against Enochando. One more and the club gets a fine. <laughs> yeah, five now. Seven in the game. Seven yellow cards. Uh, has been not been a, a heated encounter necessarily, but there have no. been some tackles going in anyway. Has been a, a good game of football uh, for the most part. Up and over the top now. Wilkinson bringing the ball down. Back into Ashley Hay in the middle, who seems to have got more and more deep as Josh Allen's come on. Nice skill from him, though. And then he's clipped and brought down. Ando, who's just been booked. Won't get another one for that foul, though, but... <laughs> <laughs> it is cynical. Lydia Coa and, and Ando have been scrapping of it throughout this game. Free kick in a decent position. It's central for Hitchin. And a chance to get the cross into the box. Four and a half minutes to go. Just that one chance. That's all you need now. Similar position to Russell. Yeah, Gouveia to take. That chilly breeze now comes across Westwood Road here in St. Ives. So the Canaries have Diogo Gouveia over the ball. Idiokoa and Bell close. Wilkinson down the right-hand side. Going to have a shot. Gouveia stands over it. There's two in the wall. It is a long way out. Gouveia is going to go for... Oh, oh he's got it! Diogo Gouveia, you little beauty! He has equalised for the Canaries. Into the bottom corner with that knuckleball free kick. How about that, Kieran Jones? You've been watching my free kicks in training. <laughs> Uh, I, I said it, I said that he was gonna. It's a great position, similar to Russell, where you know he's gonna he's gonna have a shot, um, and obviously from that distance, the power he hits on it, and the dip and swerve and everything like that, it's, un, it's unstoppable, really. Oh what! And the chance of cheat go up from the St. Ives fans. They haven't liked you very. He's won so many free kicks today. If they could have picked one player to score against him, it would not have been this man. But it's Diogo Gouveia, the goalkeeper, Kieran. No, nothing really he could have done about that. James Dadji was unsighted by the wall. It was a low-driven effort as well from Gouveia. Yeah, I just think he probably needed more people in the wall. Maybe they should have done their research and watched the Russell game. And uh, they might have put three or four in the wall rather than just the two. So St. Ives will go again. There is still time for something left to happen in this game. Either set of players could go and win this. Now it's played in the offside flag. Crucially going up against Jonathan Edwards. So Gouveia moves into double figures for the season. Ten goals for him uh, this campaign. And what a goal that is. He only seems to score. Oh well oh. And now it's back in the boxer for Gouveia again. Taken down now by Greg Casavoni. Ken Aries fans, if you're listening in, drop me a tweet. How delighted are you with that Gouveia free kick? He has been the man this season for Hitchin Town. That's what I said earlier in the game. You never know. Well, like, he'll produce a bit of magic just yeah, like that. That's exactly why you leave him out there. Now Morel, who looked like he was just pulled back and De Silva uh, can clear the ball away into Idiokoa. Gouveia now can turn past his man. There really is still time for something to happen here. Bell keeps the ball in play over on that far side. St. Ives 2, Hitchin 2. Joshua Allen now on the ball up against Ando. He's just shown him too much of it. He's then fouled his man. Maybe not quite the impact Josh Allen would have wanted no. so far coming off the bench. Just the ball's not stuck to his feet uh, as he'd have liked. It's always hard to come on. Yeah. 
So Vivea confirmed over by the Tannoy. The Hitchin Vans will love that. So at the moment, both of these teams sharing the points. 90 seconds left of normal time to go. It was Hitchin's first draw since the 14th of November last Saturday. As things stand, they're going to go uh, back to back with the points being shared. Barker clearing away. And you feel that's, po that's possibly a fair result. Yeah, yeah, you could say, especially with... But I think with the chances that we've created, that the lads will definitely be deep, be disappointed with not taking the three points, especially, but a few sloppy goals mm. to concede, really, from set pieces. Here's Wilkinson. I'll ask you if you're a man of the match as well, Kieran, oh if God. you want to have a think about that. <laughs> um, uh, as we enter into the uh, final minute, any thoughts? Oh, that's a tough one, really, because... Everyone's really had a solid game. Nobody's really, you know, stood out and been amazing, amazing. Um, even though Diago's goal was amazing. Yeah. Um, it's difficult. Ash has been in trouble winning loads of headers. Obviously got his goal as well. Um, I think Jack's played well. Yeah. A lot of good displays. Who are you so going to yeah. kick? <laughs> Come back to me in two minutes. Two, two minutes. minutes. I'll, I'll give you two minutes. Well, here, it, here comes Ed, uh, Edmund Hotor, a man who spent... Uh, uh, most of his career in Italy, Kieran, on the books of AC Milan and Inter Milan. Uh, trained of Ibrahimovic, Ronaldinho and uh, Perlo in his playing days. How can he deal with Guvea, Hay and Josh Allen in these closing stages? Never made an appearance for either AC or Inter Milan, but what a, I mean, just training with them, you take yeah. that as a career. No, he's here. St. Ives. Yeah, St. Uh, Edmund, yeah, Ed Hotor. So, uh, uh, amazing career. Take... Took him to then Kettering and, and Banbury. Brighton lead as well. Shout out to my mum. He's going goal on the text. She gets it. It's a great commentary team today. Thank you, mum. Uh, right, can I come back to you then? I think Who I'm just going to go. Pick? I'm going to go. Even though Diago scored that goal, I oh. think I'm going to. Ball bouncing in the box now. It has to be clear from De Silva, and it is. I up think I'm going to go Ashley, Ashley Hay. I just think he's been a nuisance for them. He's won loads of headers. He obviously got his goal in the first half. Mm. He hit the bar, which probably should have gone in. Um, yeah, most man of the matches this season. I think Ashley Hayes got on HTFC Radio. Here's the corner then for St. Ives. And everyone now will have to come back for Hitchin. Four minutes added on. We've got three of them left. And now it's the Ives who have their chance to send their fans into absolute delirium in the closing stages here at Westwood Road. What set piece have they got up their sleeve this time for Johnny Hurd? It's going to be loaded on Chaz. Any good delivery will do. Everyone in the six-yard box for St. Ives only left three players back defending it. Into the box. A good delivery is heading in. They have done it at the death. St. Ives win. It's Michael Richards. It's the captain. And the crowd do go mad. Heartbreak for Hitchin. But what a moment for Richards. St. Ives have nicked it right at the end of the game. Yeah. After all of Hitchin's hard work and that world of goal from Diogo Guvea, it's not going to count for anything. Yeah, like I said, it was always going to put it in, the, in that area, load it on Chaz, and uh, they obviously scored the first goal like it, and now they've done the third one like it. So Michael Richards then, heartbreak for Hitchin, their players and their fans today. St. Ives have been head and shoulders above with some of these set-piece routines. Hitchin have not been able to capitalise and Hitchin now have two minutes left to try and race back into the game. Lewis Barker trying to applaud his side on. And I said after that goal went in, there is still time for something yeah. to happen here. You cannot rest on your laurels. 
And Hitchin have let things slip. It's going to be defeat for the Canaries here as Johnson. Uh, Edwards, sorry, takes his time to get back in the half and now we'll get back underway. Allen into Wilkinson. Hitchin just have to get the ball long. They have 90 seconds plus a little bit of added time from the goal to go up the other end and try and create something. But here's Ed Hotor then. They AC Milan man, Idiokoa fouling him. Have they put the f how much stoppage time yet? Uh, four minutes it uh. was, yeah. So again, set pieces are Hitchin's undoing. St. Ives had all of their plans set out. They elected to crowd the box, crowd Charlie Horlock for that one. They've done their homework. It'll be back to the drawing ball for Hitchin perhaps in that regard. The ball then headed out into the crowd inadvertently by Edwards. Has been some game of football to be fair, Kieran. Yeah, it has flown by as well. It's been quite enjoyable to watch. Normally I don't don't particularly like watching football. I only like playing in it, <laughs> but when you're watching a game like this, it's very entertaining. Here comes Casaboni down the right-hand side. He'll either go corner flag or get the ball, and he's going to go corner flag. Rio de Silva and Morel nipping across, trying to win the ball back. Casaboni's come away with it. He's driven into the box here. Still Casaboni chips the ball across. Looked like he might have gone behind. He's now taken down then uh, by Higgs. Yeah, just going to run down the clock, try and keep it in the corner, yeah. get a few fouls or something. Still coming through now. Ten seconds left. Plus whatever else may be added on after that goal went in. Wilkinson dispossessed now. Still comes Higgs into the box going up against Toby Syme. And in the end he just goes back into midfield. Knocked into Ando. Been involved in a lot for St Ives today. Now Casaboni, who's done a fantastic job of coming on and helping to see the game out. Chipped over the top now. Casaboni stays on side. How that decision... When the flag stayed down for Ando's goal, how that changed the game today. And they come again. Guvea wins the throw-in. Is there any time left in this game? Guvea will have to take quick. All eyes on the referee. Hay was in there. Hay wins the ball back. It's then chipped over the top. De Silva can clear. Up into the afternoon sky. Taken down by Allen. And then cleared away. Flick forward again by Casaboni. Morel's not touched tight onto his man. He then tumbles down, but Hitchin will continue. Idiokoa, big sliding tackle on him. Is that the full-time whistle? It's not. It's a foul, and it's another yellow card for a St. Ives man. I'm not sure he's picked it up, but it's going to be one final chance for Hitchin to pump this long into the box. I think it's Richens who was booked, but at the moment, the captain is Captain Fantastic. That late goal has given St. Ives three points, but Hitchin have one set piece left. Jack Morell to take. Charlie Horlock's up on the halfway line as well. Morell floating in. It's a bit of a tentative delivery. It's gone all the way through. It's then headed away out towards the right-hand side. Hay brings it down. The ball has to go in the box. It does. It's headed away. And that will do very nicely for St. Ives. Defeats don't come much tougher than that for Hitchin Town. No, that's a sore one to take. They'll have to recover from that one. It's been a cracker of a game at Westwood Road. As Kieran said, expertly in the first half, you don't take your chances, they can come back to bite you. And St. Ives, they didn't have many, but from those set pieces, they were able to take those chances. Yeah, I don't think Charlie's had to make a save really all game, he hasn't. Oh, other than that first one in the first half of the Worldie. Uh, other than that, they've had three chances and they've got three goals from it, so... The Canaries players will go over and applaud their travelling fans who you can tell appreciated the performance that the Canaries have put in today. No, definitely. They have never stopped trying to play their football, never stopped trying to attack. They have never given up in this game, even after that third goal went in.
Yeah, it's just a bitter one to take, really. And the lads will definitely be disappointed in it. Yeah, it's one that Hitchin will have to respond from as they take on Stourbridge next Saturday at Topfield. Kieran, thank, firstly, thank you ever so much for joining me in no commentary worries. today. No worries, it was a pleasure, um, other than the result. Yeah, well, that is certainly a shame, but hopefully he'll be back out there. Uh, next Saturday, well, what a game we have just seen. St. Ives took the lead, firstly from a corner through Ben Toesland bundling the ball home after it was taken down by Edwards in the box. Ashley Hay responded after an overhead kick to assist by Jack Sneeler 17 minutes later. The Hitchin conceded just two minutes after that. Enoch Ando, the flag staying down, a controversial decision from the assistant referee. It was then 2-1 for St. Ives until the 87th minute. We thought... The Hitchin and Nick to draw. The Hitchin fans thought the same. Gouvea arrowing an amazing free kick into the bottom corner. But Michael Richens came up trumps. Another corner kick in towards the back post. And he was able to put the ball into the back of the net. So full time here by the barest of margins, as a very wise cricket commentator once said. St. Ives 2, Hitch, uh, St. Ives 3, sorry, Hitchin Town 2. We'll see you next Saturday.